Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Oh, what's new? Hey, El Jefe. Welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs on Wednesday evening. I am Jefe. That is J-Dubs. It is last night uh, for him this week. He's going on vacation. So My uh, grandpa died. I'm not going on vacation. Uh, come on into the Hideout and say hi to him before he goes to the uh, sunny, uh, wonderful, forest-infested plains of uh, Michigan. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Go Pistons! Uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our producer. He handles the IMs. Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger. He gets essentially remanded right away and taken downstairs to the Bateman basement. <laughs> that's awesome. That was, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, that's Chunks, the star of RealRadio.fm, and also the star of something very new. Yeah. Uh, that we will be discussing. Your chance to have a lot of fun. Uh, here in mere moments. Handling the phones uh, right now is intern Hooch. Hooch! And Putin is uh, keeping track of everything that we say on this Wednesday evening. Again, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's start with the hideout seven. Seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock. Maybe you can help us answer some of these. Um, how can you win a TiVo thanks to Chunks? Um, we will announce Handies. that. Uh, well, you know what? We'll talk about it here in a little bit. Okay. Um, I would say maybe even here in about an hour. We could even start the fun, possibly. Nice. I haven't, just, I haven't decided yet. We need, to, we need to really go over everything. But, yeah, that is a definite possibility. Uh, what did I do today to avoid washing clothes? It's something that I have done before, and I did it again. What is the Downing Street memo, and could it get President Bush impeached? There's, I hope so. There is now some talk. How uh, does Clinton get impeached and Bush hasn't yet? Well, we'll talk about it. Is the new stereo uh, noise law racist? Have you heard about this? Um, well, it's uh, something that's been going on for quite a while, and actually I've been a victim of it. People think I'm going to steal their purse. It's tough being white. But I know. You hang in there. One and day, people make fun of this uh, the uh, the comb I have always stuck in my hair. One day, you white people are going to have your time to rule. And when that time comes, I'm sure you're going to rule just absolutely with an open heart. And There's kind- a groundswell going. And kindness. Just kindness, I think. 
Well, there's after being oppressed this long, you know, there is going to be a little bit of bitterness. But when it's your day, I know that you guys, you white people, just run things uh, just nicely. Just nicely. Oh, imagine that. A white world. I, I, I don't know if I want to be alive to see that. I'm glad we're in charge right now. Jetsons. What are what are there were no black people on the Jetsons, no. were there? No black people, no Latinos. Just robots. <laughs> and uh and a hot teenage daughter with white hair. Scary. What are celebrities selling on eBay? Um what's a surefire way to beat insomnia? And they uh and they, uh, and another thing that we want to get answered is why is cheating such a big deal? However, someone uh, has their own question as we're doing the Hideout 7J dubs. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to... Chino? Chinko? What's up? Oh, hey, you went back. Go back to Mexico, you beamer. All right. I'm telling you, when you whites rule, though, there's going to be no more of that. No, not at all. I love how well thought out the calls are. <laughs> and that's that guy's called and done that like four or five times. He's never changed his script, which I can kind of appreciate. See, we used he to sticks ha- to one thing. We used to have this guy in D.C. called Heckler, and Heckler, who actually was a cop, um, would call every day, and his thing, all he would do was rip um, on your mom. Yeah, just mama jokes, just <laughs> just a mama joke somehow. And we knew every time Heckler was going to call, it was going to be a mama joke. The fun eventually became, how was he going to get from here to a mama joke? Mm-hmm. I'm, I think uh, I like that guy better. This last one? Yeah. By he, the way, Hooch. He seems very witty. Hooch, great start on the phones. <laughs> nice. Hooch. <laughs> Lenny, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Larry? Uh, well, you guys uh, know that movie, uh, Animal House with Jim Belushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he you know stands up and squirts mayonnaise out of his mouth when he hits his cheeks and yells "food fight." Well, they should have this movie where uh, Jim Belushi stands up and yells "fetus fight" and starts throwing fetuses around. God, I thought we left that last night. I'll start it back up. No, stop. That was once you pop, you can't stop. Okay, please. You can't have just one. Come on. And we're referring to some report that was on uh, Drudge. That we found late last night about some abortionist in Kansas or something. He's being accused of eating the fetuses. Yeah. And I clicked on the link and it's like to World News Daily or something. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Come on, drudges. There's no accountability. Well, Why Tommy the- and I can and you can attest to this. It's been a slow news day. Not a whole lot going on. Very slow. You can account to what? For what? Mister, I got here at 6.40. Hey, I want to come in. I want to have everything set up for me. Is that too much to ask? Um, everybody bite their tongues. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, speaking of drudge, the other big news, and this is earth-shattering. It's almost breaking news, I guess. Uh, Jennifer Aniston reveals that um, Brad Pitt actually cheated, and that's why they broke up. I didn't read that. No, of course you didn't read that. You would have had to be in front of a computer attempting show prep. I didn't even see that. And that farting here on the uh, in the studio. You're going to enjoy that one. Stop. I don't want to. Go in the other room then. No. Go sit with Bateman if you're going to be uh, releasing. I went to uh, Firehouse House Grill today. That's why I was late. 
or firehouse subs or whatever it is. It was delicious. You should have had some. Why were you late? That's a big question. You know what? That's what I want to know. Well, the the traffic was a little intense coming from downtown. and uh, Why are you downtown? To pick up my girlfriend from work. So traffic was intense. And I had to stop and get something to eat. And I see you've showered and changed. Yes, I have. I did that before I picked her up. So that's why you're late today. Not the showering and changing. For a ride. Yes. Hmm. Maybe that's a duty we pass on to the interns. The interns who are here at 5 o'clock uh, doing nothing. Maybe they can pick up your no. lovely girlfriend. I work at 7. No. I'm here by 7. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Technically, you need to be here like 4. Why? Nope, not in my contract. I wish. <laughs> Don't you wish that we were literally slated? All right, you boys just need to show up at 7, leave at 11. That's all you have to do. We don't? No! I mean, I guess technically we could. I bring it to the mic. And now you got the mic rattling. Because I brought it to it and it shook it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm in an awful mood right I know now. you are. I am really, I am, I am agitated. I, I am to the point where I need to get some sort of a release. Chunks, get in here. I need to do something to get me out of this bad mood. Chunks, get in here. What? Come in. I'm Chunks, I'm a homo! And we know. Just get in here. What do I, what is he gonna do? Watch. I'm gonna make you feel better. I really am in a pissed off mood. And that racist calling the first call of the show didn't help. Over here, Chunks. Right in between us. Now, this is something that we found to be fun when we were out at the bar. I think you're going to like this. What? Come here, Chunks. What? Ah, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Just punch him in the head. Me like that. Just punch him in the head. It's fun. All right, it makes me feel better. All right, let me try Get it. down there, Chunks. Come here. Let do? him punch you in the face. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's, that's an important load, man. You can't hit the left load. All right, that feels better. Hold on. Lift up your shirt. Punch his boobs. No, lift, <laughs> up, lift up the undershirt, too. Come here. Ah! Ugh. What did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. Chunks, come here. Come here. What? Come here. I need to whisper something in your ear. Closer. I don't want anybody to hear it. Ah, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Seriously, you're hitting hard. You're not even drunk. How could this be funny when you're not strong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the blast! See, you feel better, don't you? I do feel better a little bit. Thank you, Chunks. Thank you, Chunks. You're, you're a lifesaver. I try. Come here, I want to whisper something. No, I'm just kidding. That's a, I feel better. I'm a dirty slut. He's a he's a good dog, though. He's, he turned right back around to come right over to uh, to Master. <laughs> I he, did jack him pretty hard that last time. He is such yeah. he is such that kid from Bully. <laughs> he really is. Or do they just punching him? It's so much fun. Everybody should have a uh, a bottom like that. With the red in his hair now, he really does look like Sideshow Bob with that hair. He's a pig. All right, so people are asking me where did they heard the thing on the Phillips file about Jennifer Aniston and uh that other dude that's in that movie with that other chick. I saw it on the Judge Report. Yeah? 
but apparently she did some article with the New York Post and Vanity Fair, and it's going to be out. It's probably going to get start uh, start getting more and more venomous as it goes along. I, you know why? I think she broke her silence. Why? Because the movie did well. Yeah. She was hoping she was hoping the movie would do poorly. Well, she's she's finding out now that everybody takes Brad Pitt's side. No matter what, you aren't going to beat Brad Pitt. He's better looking of the two. Imagine, imagine if he had long hair. Here's my he did in Legends of the Fall. Oh, he was hot. Interview with the vampire also. He did very look very womanly in that one. Very he, feminine. He was in that? Yeah, throw some uh, implants on him. I just remember he had to kiss Kirsten Dunst when she was like 12. Yeah. She was in that? Yeah, she was a little uh, vampire kid. Was Tom Cruise in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was Christian Slater. Damn, man. That was a star study. And uh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Wow. It's like a gay man's fantasy. <laughs> Actually, it is. Yes, it, it was. Hey, speaking of, aren't you now? <laughs> Tommy told me this story <laughs> off the air, and I'm like, I guess we got to talk about that. Brother. <laughs> All right, here it is. Yeah, it's going to be a, a... Somebody wrote it for the New York Post. It's going to be in Vanity Fair about her breaking her silence. The big news, Brad cheated. No kidding. Don't you have to expect? That's what I find so funny, mm-hmm. is that even someone like Jennifer Aniston is going to marry a Brad Pitt and think that he's going to remain faithful to her. If, if Jennifer Aniston married someone, you know, you know, maybe she married like a B actor, she could expect that. But when you marry Brad Pitt, you can't expect that. You, If you want someone to, if you're going to marry someone in show business and you expect them to be faithful, marry Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, marry Carrot Top. He'll stay faithful to you. But you know what? No, because they go on the road. I don't care. Carrot Top ain't going to, if he has Aniston Poon walking around, he yeah. ain't going to get whatever groupie he would have. That's Imagine what... a, a Carrot Top groupie. Now, here's the thing, though, man. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you, if someone... Real douche and ugly was dating a Jennifer Aniston. Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Other girls will think that he is even hotter than he is because he's pulling Aniston. They're thinking Aniston's getting a piece of that. I need a piece of that. All right, you Buscemi? Know, mm. All right. All right. Destro says she was probably a lousy screw, and that's probably why he cheated. No, he cheated because he's a dude. Ladies, I hate to break the news to you. No man has ever been faithful. Not one. Not one. And as soon as you learn and come to grips with that, then all these marriages can stay intact. He's banging you, he's banging a stripper, and he's banging somebody else. And that's just this month. Come to grips and it'll be okay. And by the way, dudes, don't you start feeling safe either. You know she's getting it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And once we all come to realize that, everyone will be happy. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J Dubs. 407 star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. And we're going to start doing something that we did in D.C. Uh, rewarding... Good callers. Guy, good callers get prizes in the hideout. Did the first caller get one? No. Hmm. I wish he was banned. All right, somebody's telling us. I don't know if you guys know, but Carrot Top lives in Orlando. Uh-oh. Good. I have gonna... some uh, long-distance calls I need to make. Collect calls. 
I always find... He's going to come up here and beat us up with a prop. I need to borrow his mascara, too. I always find it odd, like, sometimes you can't... I understand not talking trash about the businesses around mm-hmm. here, or anywhere you broadcast from, because being in Michigan, obviously you don't say certain things about, like, the auto companies, you yeah. know? And in D.C., there was nothing really in particular. No, it wasn't a very industrial town, so... Yeah, maybe, like... AOL, I guess, is based yeah. there or something. And we had, a, we had a relationship with them up there anyway. And then obviously here there are places that, you know, you wouldn't say things about. But I always find it odd that, like, it's like, hey, uh, so-and-so lives in the area. You might not want to talk about him like that. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Scott Stapp <laughs> is from Orlando. Okay. Okay, he still is a furry-chested mo. Well, you don't know that he's a mole. That's that's not right to say. Well, I say it anyway. No. Right or wrong? Alleged. I stand by it. No, you don't. Why would you? <laughs> Come on. But, you know, I just find that uh, you may want to stay away from... Talking about Carrot Top. Or Tiger Woods, because he has a uh, a house here. And he listens to The Hideout. And I know he, right. could, he could maybe cry. Well, he's in his in his billion dollar mansion. Yeah, Hulk Hogan uh, is nearby, so you may want to watch playing his songs and goofing on them. You may want to be careful about that. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Don't badmouth the pythons. They're twenty four inches, and they will crush you. <laughs> Captain Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hello, boys. Captain Orlando here, and uh, I need your help for a very serious situation. All right, what is it? Rubbernecking. We must stop this. I was caught in traffic for up to a half an hour because people were looking at an accident. I told you. What? What? Tell me what, Jay. That was why. That was why you were late. I was stuck in traffic. It was horrendous today. I mean, <sighs> even more so than normal. This? What's that, Captain Orlando? What the heck can we do about this? Why can't people just drive? They're going to cause another accident. More rubbernecking. It's going to be unstoppable. Thank you, Captain Orlando. And this is what we do. Jub, du, jubs? <laughs> I mean this. <laughs> Shut up, jubs. I, right, say, I say we put just big, huge, entire walls. Uh, big dividers. So that way you can't see what's going on on the other side. You know, that's not a bad idea. I know I've been down a few uh, expressways where they have some pretty big walls where you can't, you, I mean, they aren't, you know, huge, tall, but they are tall enough where you, if you're next to them, you can't see over them. And uh, a lot of times those ones just run pretty smoothly. And try not to talk about Hulk Hogan's daughter, because uh, she's in the area and she may hear you. She's ugly as sin. And she may cry. I just like playing this song. I was actually uh, listening to it in the car yesterday on the way in. I just kept hitting uh, hitting back so I could hear it over and over. What is this song? This is uh, Hogan's theme. If I saw Hogan's daughter, I'd feed her breadcrumbs. <laughs> what does that mean? A beak. She looks like a bird? Yes. I hope the Hulkamaniac or whatever he is comes up here and beats your ass. <laughs> I wish he'd throw you out the window. The yellow and red would be insane all over this place. Comes up here, tears his shirt off. As long as she didn't tear her shirt off, I'm happy. Come on. She's a human being. Hmm. I think she's some hybrid thing. I think she's a man. Why would you? No. I think she's part Hogan, part China. That's a whole man, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A whole man? You know what's funny is I saw her when she was like nine, and she was like this fat little annoying kid. Come on. She was nine years old. (laughs) She couldn't do anything about that. 
She can't. You can't do sit-ups at nine. No. Why not? He's nine years old. You don't know anything. Her dad has a gym at the house. So get that, on that treadmill, fatty. No, that's probably the reason why she didn't want to work out because dad was always doing it. Come on, Brooke, your uh, your gut's getting as fat as your ass. All right, Let's you know what? Here. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. How about the elliptical trainer? Quiet. Tricycle. Quiet. Tricycle, maybe. And now Say your prayers at your Vicodins. And now it starts. What is that? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I did that last night. <laughs> uh, look at this. Uh, Hulk, you're in the hideout. I hear you talking about me, Huffman. I've been calling up. I've been getting my 24-inch press odds. We've been getting down, and we're going to come down there to the radio station, and we're going to give you something. We're going to give you a this, brother. And I hear you talking about my daughter. We're going to come down there. It's the real American dream. We're going to come down there. Woo! All right, hold on. You win a Why'd prize. Why'd you give the... You win a prize for trying. Why'd you give the... Woo! Yeah, that's... Flat. And I, I... I... You know, I agree. Even that... I know that. And I didn't say anything, by the way. Dub's dead. Line one's a winner for trying. Give him something out of that prize book. I mean, how can't you make fun of a guy who made a song like this, Hulkster in Heaven? Let me hear it. I saw it on TV. I guess it'll be when I'm deceit. When I wrestled at Wimbley, I used to tear my shirt. But now you tore my heart. I knew you were a Hulkamaniac. From the very uh, guys, you may not want to talk about the mayor of Orlando, because uh, he lives here. Of course he does. And he could hear you. He does? God damn it. I'm still in a bad mood. We'll tag up again. Does he think because he put some chicks in the background, it's going to be good? The funny thing is, this thing came out in, like, 94. And <laughs> it sounds like it, sh- it should be coming out in, like, 84. It's like a decade behind yeah, even in the 90s. I'd even say, like, the 70s. I feel all warm and fuzzy. Nah, that's because you're a hairy guy. And maybe because that shirt you're wearing is too tight. <laughs> you went and bought a new shirt today, didn't you? Yeah. And you said, and as soon as we walk, as soon as you walk out, Dubs laughs at you, didn't he? He always laughs at me. And you go, what? It's an extra large. We check it in your back, and it's a large. It's fine. Which one's this one? Beach Patrol, Hulk Hogan, the wrestling boot band. Now, what are you going to do if one day Hulk uh, comes into the studio? Laugh. Kick him in his artificial hip. <laughs> I would play this song and drive him out of the studio with it. <laughs> oh, the beach patrol. We wanna party, party, party. I think this is actually Cameo, not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> the electrician from Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, the hideout? What's going on, man? Yo, bro. How you doing? Good. Dubs. Yeah. You're making fun of Hulk Hogan? But I think you're the only one in Central Florida that knows every single word to every single one of his songs. I'll tell you what, I bought the CD uh, at this uh, UCD shop. I went there this one time and I saw it there for four bucks. 
And awesome. I had to I had to buy it, but I didn't buy it. I came back a full year later. It's still there. So I knew it was a sign, and I picked it up. <laughs> no, it hadn't already been gone. All right, thanks, <laughs> thanks, electrician. Appreciate it, brother. I'm shocked. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. This doesn't sound like Hogan. No, it's not. We're going to have to put the Hulk Hogan musical reviews on hold oh. and singing just for a second, J-Dubs, okay. as we uh, talk something that's uh, kind of, I guess, serious going on right now. Um, I don't know. Our country, the war, foreign policy. Joining us uh, from Democrats.com, Bob Furtek. Bob, welcome into the hideout with Ohef and J-Dubs. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You know, um, actually, I'm in a bad mood, but don't worry about that. That's none of your concern. Uh, the real thing that I want to know about is what is the Downing Street memo? It's the minutes of a, of a secret uh, inner circle meeting of... Uh, British Prime Minister Tony Blair and his top security people. It took place July 23, 2002, which was mm. uh, before Bush went to the United Nations in September, before Congress authorized war in October, before Bush invaded Iraq the following March. And the minutes of the meeting are include a report back from the head of British intelligence after meeting with top U.S. officials and he says that war is seen as inevitable, military action is seen as inevitable, and the uh, policy, the, the intelligence and the facts are being fixed around that policy, the policy of invading Iraq. In other words, they were, they were cooking the books on the intelligence, and they were lying to the Congress, to the American people, and to the world. Okay, so um, how then, how is this going so unnoticed uh, here in America? I mean... I saw you, I, I don't know where I, for, maybe I saw it like on Yahoo or something that, you know, the Downing Street memo is getting some fresh attention, and I know that you guys are, you know, are pushing it, and there's now beginning to be memos and stuff, and the, the thing that actually stuck out to me, and the reason I wanted to talk to you guys from Democrats.com, is I guess David, someone with the uh, organization said, you know, we want the Michael Jackson, Paris Hilton, and Star Wars stories, um, we want what they've gotten, the endless repetition, until people have heard about it. Why isn't the U.S. media talking about Because I don't know, am I wrong? But this seems like an amazingly huge deal. It is an amazingly huge deal. It's the smoking gun, because many of us you know, figured out in the pre-war period that they were lying to us, and many of us took to the streets, and there were millions of us out protesting. And we knew they were lying, but the American people didn't know, because they were relying on the mainstream media, primarily on television. And why won't the media report this this shocking document well they support the bush administration that's the bottom line they have corporate reasons for supporting the bush administration and the republican party because they are encouraging media consolidation so the owners of the mainstream media are getting rich from bush's policies and so they're not going to challenge anything bush does in fact i saw this too there was something uh, in the news like weapons spending tops one billion dollars for the first time and then this is like for everybody all over the world. I mean, this is such, there's so much money to be made in war. 
be it you know the actual building of weapons or be it the ratings that it can generate for television or radio even where you know you got more ratings you got more advertisers and this and that do you see anything is there going to i mean i saw i guess some i read an article where now some people in congress some representatives representatives are finally starting to take notice of this memo well there's it's really uh, hit the the congress like wildfire there's uh, going to be a hearing tomorrow uh, on Capitol Hill, the Republicans won't schedule the hearing. They won't participate in the hearing. But the Democrats are just going to do it themselves, led by John Conyers, who's the ranking Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee. And they're calling witnesses like Joseph Wilson, whose wife, Valerie Plame, was outed uh, when he went to Niger and came back and told the truth. And to punish him, they outed his wife, who was, the, who was a major CIA undercover person. Uh, it's going to include uh, CIA veteran Ray McGovern, who spent 27 years in the CIA. It's going to include the mother of a soldier, uh, Chris Casey, who died in Iraq a year ago. His mother, uh, Cindy Sheehan, uh, I'm sorry, the, the young man with Casey Sheehan, uh, Cindy Sheehan's going to be testifying. So uh, these hearings are going to be on C-SPAN. People will be able to watch them, and it's, going to, it's, it's waking up the nation. There's a major piece in the Los Angeles Times today. Uh, this will change the course of our history. Now, uh, what made uh, anybody think they could get away with something like this when it was so widely known beforehand by intelligence of other countries that it was, you know, uh, a false war? Well, the Bush administration is masterful at uh, destroying evidence, uh, which is why we only found out about this from a British document. Uh, so, and also the Bush administration is, is extraordinary at destroying people, witnesses, whistleblowers who come forward. Look what they did to Richard Clark when he talked about this. Look what they did to Joseph Wilson when he talked about this. Look at what they did to Paul O'Neill, their own Treasury Secretary, when he talked about this. So, so that's why they thought they could get away with it because they can destroy the evidence, destroy the witnesses, and they kind of have gotten away with it so far. Yeah, I would have to say absolutely. You guys are uh, are all over this. Uh, we're talking to Bob Furtek from uh, from uh, Democrats dot com. So uh, honestly, I mean, I'm sitting here. You know, I think now I'm, I've said this before. The Democrats have let us down too. They let us down going into the war, but that's you know that's for another time. It seems like they're now trying to atone for that. My question to you is, because the administration is so good at, like you said, skirting these th these issues, at diverting people's attention, do you actually think that somehow the president and the administration, who lied to us, who lied to the American public about this war, what I'm now calling a war, you know, a money-making mission? Do you actually think that they're going to be uh, held liable in some way? Well, the Constitution gives us one method of holding a president accountable, and that's called impeachment. And everybody remembers that it's not that long ago, 1998, just, just seven years ago, where, where President Clinton was impeached. He was not convicted and was not removed, but he was impeached by the House of Representatives, the majority vote. Impeachment is like indictment. And... We are working towards that with some Democrats in the House. Representative Barbara Lee of California is working on a resolution of inquiry, which would be the first step. So we want everybody across the country to start calling their representatives in the House and saying, we want impeachment, we want a resolution of inquiry, we want an investigation, we want accountability, that the president does not have the right to take us to war on lies.
And, uh, again, this all going back to the Downing Street memo, which essentially they're saying they had come up with the idea of going into Iraq uh, well before they ever went to the U.N. or anywhere else, and they then began to fix the evidence to fit that policy. Again, just reiterate, I want to make sure this is getting through to people, Bob. Bob from Democrats.com. Reiterate the ramifications of what that means. Well, under our Constitution, Congress alone has the power to declare war. And that's because the Founding Fathers were mindful of the experience of living under kings in Europe, where the king would just march the army off to war and the people would suffer. And the American, the Founding Fathers of America didn't want that. They wanted the American people to decide through their elected representatives in Congress. So when the administration did go to Congress in October 2002, they had already made up their mind. They had already allocated $700 million to begin preparations. They had concocted a bunch of lies to deceive the members of Congress who were trying to represent us and trying to make an intelligent judgment. But if they were lied to, they had no basis to make an intelligent decision. And they had this, uh, you know, the war drums beating in the media. So the, either we live in a democracy or we live in a dictatorship. And we're, the American people are going to have to decide. All right, Bob Furtick, uh joining us here in the hideout uh, from Democrats.com. We appreciate it. I want. I read the story uh, last week, and I know you guys are trying to get the word out there. And uh, you know, here we're here in Florida. We actually were in D.C. Uh, before, and now we're broadcasting the show here in Central Florida. And I think it, the word gets out. It's very important to our uh, our friends and family and everyone listening in Florida. I appreciate your time, Bob. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. All right, man. Hey. Somebody called last night and wondered, how did Bush lie? Hopefully there, that clears it up. There's an, an entire memo. Written word. Will impeachment happen? Probably not. Do you? Do you, the American public, do you even care? I really don't know. I think you're concerned with Bradgelina. I am. I have to admit... Bragelina has uh, really got my attention right now, and you know, people over in Iraq, I feel bad, but not as bad as I do for you know Jennifer Aniston right now, who is in pain and suffering because she doesn't have her bratty waddy anymore. Hmm. By the way, that's satire. Of course. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I want to hear from you. You just heard from the guy. You just heard from somebody who's been working on this for like the last year. So I want to know, does it matter to you? What about Brad and Jennifer? No. Oh, now you got that in my mind. Or would you rather talk more about the Hulk? I'm and his American. Music I got only one track. You can't throw me off. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Too late. Welcome back into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. You know, uh, the other day I was uh, accused of having Green Day politics. That's a new term now. Green Day politics. Yeah. Oh, look, people are outraged, J-Dubs. Just found out that our government lied to us. They want to talk. Hmm. But there's proof. The president, they lied going into the war in Iraq. The proof. 
Well, Go ahead, America. What's on your mind? Actually, wow. Yeah, try eight. Actually, line eight. Oh, okay. I'm an American who's outraged that they were lied to by their president. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Sorry. Uh, someone sent over. Apparently, you can actually read this thing online. DowningStreetMemo.com. The whole memo? Here's a part of it. Just listen to this. Okay. It seemed clear that Bush had made up his mind to take military action, even if the timing was not yet decided. But the case was thin. Saddam was not threatening his neighbors, and his WMD capability was less than that of Libya, North Korea, or Iran. We should work up a plan for an ultimatum to Saddam to allow back in the UN's weapons inspectors this step would help with the legal justification for the use of force. Did you hear that? Well, I know what's wrong. What? Americans hate to admit they're wrong or, you know, say, hey, you know, maybe maybe we were lied to. No one wants, and I, you know, I can respect this to a point. No one wants to think that their president is lying or that their mom or dad has lied to them, you know? Oh, hold on a second, though. There is other news. What's that? Um, oh, Osama bin Laden is alive and in good health, as reported by a senior commander of uh, Taliban. Really? Well, I mean, it's a good thing we accomplished our mission in Afghanistan before we invaded and occupied Iraq. No, we uh, he made it out scot-free. That's why he's alive and well. Actually, he was sick not but four or five months ago, I think. Well, hey, I mean, we've got Saddam Hussein, and we all know he was behind 9-11. No, he wasn't. He had nothing to do with 9-11. Well, I mean, it's a good thing we found the weapons of mass destruction. There were none. In Iraq? Yeah, none in Iraq. But you know what? We've uh, we've we've made Iraq a safer place. Actually, it's complete chaos over there right now. Uh, it's hard to even rebuild the this uh, any of their cities. Because... I'll tell you this, man. At least we have an out strategy for Iraq. No, actually, uh, we should be there for many more years to come. Whew. man, this is bad news. Yeah, it seems like we're moving backwards, huh? America, are you there? Hmm. I know somebody that would have an opinion on this. Well, he's a real American, and, uh... We'll take a break, we'll come back, and we'll see if you've woken up. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, this is also from the Downing Street Memo, downingstreetmemo.com. I'm trying to read it during the commercial breaks. Uh, this is reported from the recent talks in Washington. There was a uh, definite change in attitude. Military action was now seen as inevitable. Bush wanted to remove Saddam through military action justified by the conjunction of terrorism and weapons of mass destruction. And this is underlined. But the intelligence and facts were being fixed around the policy. 
They had no patience with the U.N. route and no enthusiasm for publishing material on the Iraqi regime's record. There was little discussion in Washington of the aftermath after military action. So they fudged it a little bit. It was necessary. Wasn't it? God, though. And by the way, people who are trying to say, this, they've asked about this memo. Mm-hmm. It's named the Downing Street memo, apparently, because that, that Tony Blair lives on Downing Street. Okay. And so that's where this brief was done. And um, everyone in British intelligence has said, yeah, this is real. This is true. Oops. Came out first in the Times of London. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's rough. Sean, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Sean? Hey, how's it going, man? I am outraged that the liar that we elected lied to us. Can you imagine? Well, I mean, you know, I, I guess. I mean, it, it seems pretty obvious. I mean, I saw, I saw patterns of being misled early. Even when we were going, like before we went to war, like I, I wasn't sure on you know the weapons of mass destruction. I didn't know if that was true, if it was not true, whatever. But I do remember, uh, like uh, the UN saying, "Give us a couple months." to send in some inspectors, find out if there's anything over there, and we wouldn't allow it. And I always found that very odd, going into war. Prime Minister's office is number 10 Downing Street. Over there. And here's the thing, man. All he has is an office? After after 9-11, we were all scared, man. Yeah. Oh, no one can blame anybody for going along with this war at first. You know, you don't expect after a tragedy like that for anybody, and especially the kind of power he has to lie to you and use that. Use your you're being scared against you. Here's the thing, too, man. I'm watching. Um, what was I watching? I was watching uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos on Sunday, mm-hmm. and they had this representative, and I forget where he's from. He's from a state that I wouldn't have thought he was a Republican from, like, Kentucky or West mm-hmm. Virginia or something. And he was on the verge of tears, saying, I am so sorry. I am so sorry for sending our troops over there. He's, like, handwritten or at least written and hand-signed all these apologies to every single family wow. member who has lost someone in Iraq. Good for him. He's like, I'm, up, I'm well over 1,300 now, and I guess now the numbers are 1,700. Yeah. 1,700. And he and he's sitting there and he's talking with Stephanopoulos, man, and he's he's on the verge of tears, and he's uh, and 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 you know George even says you realize you're committing political suicide here. And he goes, man, my father was in the house for 26 years, and he told me, uh, you vote your party third, your constituents second, and your conscience first. And he goes, right now I'm going with my conscience. He goes, I can't deal with this anymore. And I don't know why that's political suicide. Yeah, For going out and saying what you feel, that's political uh, suicide. It, it, doesn't that show you that it's kind of a messed up system? Yeah, well, you're afraid. That's why I'm telling you, man. you got to get rid of everybody. you gotta start, You got to start, start over as far as vote out the incumbents and get in new people. 
And when did we decide, why are these guys making so much money as representatives and senators? Why can't Now, in today's day and age of easy travel, Internet, email, they should be back in their home districts, and they shouldn't be living in Washington, D.C. You know what? I don't mind them making a lot of money if they you know, do the job that is elected to them. These people, and we were just there. We were in D.C., and the life that they live is insane on taxpayers' dollars. Rock star. They, they are. They are genuine rock stars. And it's not just them. It's their staffers. And that's why it's political suicide, because these guys don't want to lose the power that they've accumulated. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose the rock star status. I mean, who doesn't? Look at a regular rock star. They'll go back on Hit Me, Bay Me one more time. Just to try to get a taste of it again. And make an ass of themselves. Look at people who have been fired from radio and what they're willing to go do. You know? I'll go to a smaller market and I'll start spinning tunes and one day I'll be back at the top. So these senators and these representatives, they're the same way. They don't want to lose that power. So they'll vote anyway just to stay in office including this blank check for this awful war. 407-916-1041, star-1041, inch singular wireless phones. Look, I'm sorry. Normally we're in here, we're making jokes, we're goofing around. But Chunks and I were even talking about this during uh, before the show. And we were like, I just wonder if people care. I think people just want to be a distraction. In D.C., we were way more political. Mm-hmm. And I, we made the conscious effort when we came to Central Florida. To try not to. To uh, not be. Yeah. If we were going to do it, we were going to do it satirically. We were going to do it with jokes and ha-ha. Funny, funny. But this memo is huge. And it could it be. It should be. And it, it's just the beginning. It should be a lot bigger than it is right now. Instead, I want to ta- talk about Jacko. I want to talk about Terry Shivo. I want to talk about Bradgelina. Jeffrina? That's your boy. Who doesn't want to talk about her? And trust me, we'll get to Joe Kaha later. But, man, this is just... I, I just... I want you guys to care so bad about your country. And I'm sure at some point we'll get labeled un-American and this and that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. It happens. Trust me. Opinions are un-American. You know that, man. At least they have been. They have been for the last six years. You know, people who built this country didn't intend for anybody to have an opinion, or a belief, or even a thought. And now people are telling me on the IMs there are rumors about Congress trying to revive the draft because no one is enlisting. Can you blame them? Why would you enlist to go into military service right now? I talk to military buddies all the time who are like. Man, I gotta get out. What am I gonna do? I gotta get out. I don't believe in this. Families who are overextended right now. And then you see somewhere where, you know, our military is being used to protect corporations who are trying to get in and build things already in Iraq. <sighs> Come on, guys. I'm begging you now. Pay attention. It's your country. It's our country.
Janet, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, uh, thank you for taking my call. I called because, first of all, shame on you. You have listeners around the world. Am I correct? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Well, I have five sons, and my youngest son was in the first wave to go through Iraq where they knocked the statue down and mm-hmm. did all of these things. And that old farmer that didn't have any teeth used a muzzle loader to knock down a helicopter? Come on. You know, it was like a cartoon then, just looking to see where they might put hot spots, you know, for for the Marines when they went over the bridge. I mean, you watched it. It was the thing to watch at that time. And you know what? It's support our military. Support our military, and our military supports our government because nobody wants to join the Army that has a limp wrist, that might want to get a bruise. Now, what are you, wait, what's your point right now? I hear from snookers. What are, what are you talking about? I, I I think someone took our advice of uh, saying their prayers and eating their Vicodins a little bit too early today. Man, what are you? I, well, I don't even understand what your point is. What are you trying to say? My point is number one, saying my prayers. I I do continuously, and I pray I'm before sure I call. Take your Vicodin. <laughs> well, the Vicodin I don't take. I don't need. All right, to now get Vicodin. to your point, please. What's the point, please, honey? The point is, I wish that everyone would shoulder up. To be a man, if it's a man, or a woman, if it's to be a woman, and to follow lead that the military needs their support, get away from their computer, and go over there and join them. Yeah, man. Wait, just because we are talking against the president doesn't mean we talk against the military. She's so... And another thing is, not everybody is cut out for the military, not everybody belongs there. She's so out of whack. I don't know what she was saying. I think she was telling everybody, go enlist. Go enlist so you can be another body. I think the slow gin put her in slow motion. Let's talk to someone who can make more sense. Sir Gary the Prophet, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. How you gentlemen tonight? What's up, buddy? Nothing much. Join your program tonight on Real Radio 104.1, very tiny informative. Yeah, tonight it actually has been informative. Yes, sir. What do you think about the Downing Street memo? Uh, I don't know too much about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're American. You're like the yes, rest sir. of us. We don't know What do you think about the Down Syndrome memo? What do you, what do you think about... Um, were you ever in any wars? Did you go fight? Were you in the military? No, in your sir. Time? I went up to the draft, but uh, I didn't get in because I was overweight at that underweight at that time, and I had bad eyes. Underweight or overweight? Underweight. Oh wow! So you're a skinny brother? Yes, I was real skinny at that time. I'm I weigh two hundred now, though. How tall are you, Sir Gary the Prophet? About five seven or five eight. Nah, it's not bad, man. I wish I was in good a shape as you, my friend. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. You'll have a good program. Keep the good work you're doing, and God bless you. Yeah. God may, may, may be mad at us right now because we're speaking out against the president. Nelson, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. We should follow our leader, though. Mm-hmm. Just follow him right in. <laughs> Just be another body for him. What's up, Nelson? Is it my turn? It is. Your turn. Go. All right. Listen, I agree with you guys completely. This guy is a sham. I don't understand how these people are so blind. Uh, how they could reelect this man. After what he's not the lies, he. I, I know you guys must have seen that that movie, 
9-11, the Fahrenheit 9-11. Right, of course. Where the part was where President Bush says that he's a war president. And uh, when I heard that, I said, what? <laughs> why, why are we in a, uh, having a war president? Just like, like you said, dictatorship. Right. Whenever they want to go to war, they just take the army and go. It's... And that's not the way it goes. Just That's not America. I hear you, bro. America's, America has different voices, and they all have to agree. There was there was a part there where he, I forgot what his name was, the, the one that, the producer of this movie, where he was out there in Washington, and he was asking congressmen, uh, all, all these government people, uh, why isn't your son or your daughter in the army or enlisted or out there in Iraq? Oh, I remember, yeah, I remember. I, I, yeah. We're, we're well, what happened to those people? Why is it that our 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 is out there dying for this country, dying for their country, yet the the price of gas is skyrocketing? I hear you, Nelson. Thank you. Those are the questions, my friend. Thank you for paying attention. And whether you agree with Fahrenheit 9/11 or not, there's another person that he left out as far as he got mm -hmm. run through the ringer, Michael Moore. Yeah. Whether you agree or not, I love that movie because if nothing, it made you think. I believe a uh, system of a down said it best, and they said, why do they always send the poor? We'll take a break. We'll come back to Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041, Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. But the lines are uh, all locked up right now. We're going to try to get to each and every body. As we continue to talk about the Downing Street Memo, if you want to actually take a look at this thing, it's DowningStreetMemo.com, and you can read what was said. Essentially, um, it's the British government. It's their minutes to Tony Blair saying... Uh, the U.S. has already decided they are going to war with Saddam. This was months before going to the U.N., months before State of the Union. Uh, them saying the case is thin, that Saddam is not as threatening to his neighbors and his WMD capability is less than that of Libya, North Korea, or Iran. Yet it doesn't matter. The intelligence and the facts are being fixed around the policy. And uh, the British government has legitimized this, right? This is a real memo. Yeah. And this has been, the memo has been authenticated by British officials and a senior American official. It says it's absolutely accurate. There's no disputing the authenticity. Here's my point about this war Yeah. in Iraq, not Afghanistan, but the war in Iraq. We have friends and family dying over there. We have listeners, family of listeners, 
two people from Fowlerville, Michigan, where Dubs grew up, that he, they, uh, it's a small town that have died in the war. And how dare anyone say that we're against the troops? Because we're not. If anything, this is as pro as you can get. Troops, bring them home. Don't send them into wars that are unjustified. I think that's fair. I don't know how that could be misconceived. Heather, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Um, yeah, basically, I just wanted to um, say that uh, as far as supporting the troops, I mean, I think it's the, it's important that we support the troops. Um, but we're in an all-volunteer army now, and they volunteered to do this job, and that's basically what they're doing is their job. Um, it just... It just it, there are lots of job descriptions that, that risk their lives and put their lives on the line, you know, every day. That's basically the point I wanted to make. All right. So screw them, is that what you're saying? That's what it sounded like I to mean, me. I mean, that makes no sense. Dude, that, that's totally ridiculous. Yeah. You don't sign up to go die. You're supposed to trust the people that are in charge to make good decisions. You, you sign to protect sign- and maybe die. I like this guy. He takes his time. Uh, your opinions on the president are not what I want to hear on my way home. I have listened to Real Radio for the past seven years and su- supported all the various shows. I will never listen to your show again. I hope you're all uh. put off the air and fired. I want humor and comedy on my drive home, not a bunch of sore loser Democrats crying. So dance for me, monkey, dance. Throw a penny at my feet, I'll dance for you. I can play a flute for you. I'm sorry I wrote that. I just don't know a lot about politics. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tom. And, uh, the funny thing is, we aren't, you know, complaining about the election at all. So how is it sore losers? Yeah, don't get me even started on that. I got a whole bunch of theories on that, but I haven't even bothered to share them with you. Ian, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Ian? Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Go ahead. Talk. Hey, um, you know the reason nobody's calling about this? Anyone smart enough to uh, really care about it was already opposed to Bush in the first place. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I mean, I would, I would think no. I would think maybe people just haven't heard about it. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe for some reason that this is this is slipped under their radar, and maybe if it's brought to their attention, then they'll get outraged at what's going on. You heard that lady calling out, accusing you of not supporting the troops. I mean, she was an idiot. That's how they all are. I don't want to label all of them like that. Thank you for the call. Bruce, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Bruce? Oh, hey, guys. What's up, Bruce? You guys are doing great. Thank you. Apparently not. Go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I think everybody wants Soma on the radio. You know, they don't want to be bothered by real real stuff. And you know what's interesting about that is that People, they do they do just want to laugh. And this is true. This is what I talk to chunks about. Everybody wants a distraction. They I wanna be distracted. I wanna I don't wanna pay attention to this stuff. I'm not gonna pay attention. I don't wanna pay attention. I got other stuff. I got family to feed, I got blah, me, 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 me. At I least got, we don't call it news. Alright, Drop brings up a great point. That guy listened to real radio for seven years and this is the first time he's heard a democratic opinion. <laughs> It's true. That's why I love listening to this radio station. That's why I love being a part of this station. That's why I love Phillips. 
It's a guy who makes some sense. Go here, um, buh, 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 buh. David. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, David. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, what's buddy? up, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, I got a few points to make. First of all, you know, you guys are complaining about, you know, why would anyone want to join the military? No one joins the military to go over and die. They join for the benefits, the experience, everything like that. My second point is the last uh, caller, which was that female that you guys made fun of. I think her point was that a lot of people risk their lives every day. You don't bash the police officers. You haven't bashed firefighters, anything like that. Those guys put their lives on the line every uh, we day. Haven't... They die a lot more. Hey, hold on a second. Every year. Hold David, on. hold on, bro. We haven't bashed any military. Yeah, but you know what? No, 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 no. Every no, military member supports hold on a se- the Constitution of the United States hold- to hold... Hold on. Defended against all enemies. We're going to let you talk. Guess what? Saddam was an enemy. We We're, took care of that problem. We are we? going to let you talk. You allow us to talk as well. But don't gloss over something like with a yeah, but because I want to make it abundantly clear. A lot of people uh, don't listen to the radio. They hear what goes on on the radio. And I want to reiterate: we never once bashed the military. We've never once bashed the cops. And don't gloss that over with a yeah, but. Because if anything, we are amazingly on the side of our military. And well, that's the commander in chief of the military. And that's where the problem is, where he's sending people off to war. That's an issue. Hey, people join the military. They know that there's a chance that something might happen someday. I agree with they you. They have to go do something. Once again. You know, like I said, nobody joins the military to go to war. Again, Exactly. But once again, man. The point is, is that if you're gonna sign up to the military and you're gonna give, you're gonna be willing to give your life to this United States of America, yes. you want to entrust, you want to be sure that the people making decisions are making the right decisions. Well, and half the, the politicians and you know the, are already crooked. I don't, you know, no, we and, already know political. You guys are in D.C. Come on, you know how we know. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely, I completely we know. agree with you. Starting over with all politi- politicians. And starting over with fresh. Are you in the are you in the military, David? I'm an active duty marine. And and this is my this is exactly what I'm saying. You're listening to the show right now, dude. We're so on your side. We're pulling for you in a way that you can't even imagine. Yeah, but it brings you know it brings I, heartache to me when I hear you guys like, why would anyone want to go over there and just die? I mean, no one wants to go die. That, but you know that's what? the problem with why people aren't joining up now. Some like, people yeah, they, want to uh, join up and. You know, when they hear the, you know, hey, you're going to go over and die right away, some people might not even ever get deployed. I know guys have been in the infantry for 10 years and never even went over to in war. No, then these are all great points, man. These are all great points. But this is what I'm saying. As Americans, as quote-unquote journalists, you know, doing what we do, trying to be the fourth, you know, branch in the in the system of checks and balances, we have to ask these questions. Because they're not getting asked, you know, Congress didn't ask the questions when it uh, came to the president. I completely agree with you, and I, you know, like I said, you know, like you stated earlier, I mean, that's probably one of the best quotes ever said on the radio, is that we need to start fresh. Wait, well, hey, I want you to know, Dave, we're behind you, brother. I just want, you know, I, I kind of caught in in the middle of it. I heard something, and then I was just like, hey. damn it, how these guys, I've been listening to you guys for about six, well, about since six months now. And you guys just, you know, kick ass. But, I mean, when I heard that, I was like, damn it, are they back Have you guys been working here without me? Yeah, we have. But here's the thing. But you're right, Dave. And that's that's exactly what I was saying, man. People hear what goes on on the radio, but they're not actually listening. So thank you for serving, brother, and we'll we'll chat at you. Thank you, bro. And that's the problem with radio. People tune in halfway. 
And, um... Yeah, they may get the wrong idea sometimes. And look, I could talk about this forever, but I, we just... It, we gotta move on. Which sucks. Because really, we shouldn't move on. Really. But we have to dance for you. Yeah, it's time for us to put on our dancing shoes. I say. Here, you want to... Here, let's just entertain him a little bit, I guess. I feel like I'm going to go on myself. That's what they want, right? I'm lazy. I'm fat. I'm a dirty slut. I'm a sexy-looking dude. He took it like a man, so did I. I'll pull your pants down and I'll eat it. You knew? What? Queer friend, Chunks. <laughs> Count Molila. I, I just retarded. <laughs> Well, I don't even know where these things come from. Count Moyula, what the hell is I talking about? All right, guys, look, I appreciate everyone who's left on the line, and I'm sorry we didn't get to you, but people want us to dance now. Want to give each of them 10 seconds? 10 seconds, go. All right, we'll give you all right, 20 seconds. Okay. We'll give you 20 seconds. you got to make your point fast. Yeah, so right when we pick up the phone, you talk. Fast. Steve, go. Awesome, guys. Uh, don't listen to you that much, but after tonight, you, uh, I'll cancel out that other guy's vote, and I will be listening to you. It's refreshing. Keep up the good work, and truth always prevails, my friends. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Well, that was actually, I didn't even know that was going to be complimentary, but thank you. Jimmy, you've been in the hall a long time. Go ahead, bro. You guys are doing a great job. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. Damn. And uh, first of all, i just talk to some of these callers. You know, if we have a majority in this country that support Bush, why don't we have a majority of people signing up for the military? You know, I, I used to be a Republican, I'm not anymore, and I, I sit home and say, okay, I'm, I'm doing what I can for the troops by trying to get them back home by opposing Bush, but if you support Bush, you should be signing up for the military, your kids, your daughters. You know, that old woman who called up, she could be doing some job back in a kitchen somewhere and, and freeing up a soldier to go out there and fight. But what? no, she's sitting home calling you guys and complaining about the fact that we don't support the military. Thank you, Everybody Jimmy. supports them in their own way. Thank you, bro. And by the way, when you guys call, you don't have to tell us we're doing a good job and all that crap. We know. <laughs> we're here. We're doing it. Oh, yeah. We know. We're here every night. We know how great we are. <laughs> it's about time you start paying attention. <laughs> um, Jerome, real fast. You've been on hold for a while. Go ahead, Jerome. Hey, I just wanted to mention that anybody that thinks Saddam was a threat to the United States, he would not have anything to do with us because he was—he had it made in Iraq. He could do whatever he wanted, and he knew if he ever pissed us off enough, we'd go get him. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Joey, go fast. Hey, you, you're spinning out facts that aren't true. That, facts that's... that aren't true. <laughs> you're a genius. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that's all the time you get. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Happy and dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, something was brought to my attention during the commercial break. All right, what happened? I had... Um, a plethora of callers, if you will. What's a plethora? Don't over-exaggerate. <laughs> Sorry. Like, probably four. Four okay. or five. Okay. And what'd they say? Um, they wanted to know, you made a jab about a radio host that uh, went to a smaller market and 
thought he would be uh, cocky and work his way back up to the top. And they were wondering if it was, you know, someone who used to work here that you were referring to. No. Okay. Are people insane? Yes. So, so they thought that somehow me talking about people wanting to hold on to power and you see anybody who's in a position of it, when I talked about people, like I said, so what, like senators don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, even radio people, you know, they get fired and they want, they'll want they go to a smaller market just to hold on to their power. And they eventually work their way back up. And so yes. people thought we were making a stab at Drew. Yes. We've never met Drew before. All right, let's make this. Uh, I think we've been. Doesn't here he long. work in the same market still? I know. I know. He's getting moved to a smaller market. So it's not a smaller market. Uh, For one thing, I, when you said it, I thought you were taking a jab at our buddy Shafee, who, uh, I got, would, I, who may, got fired from Detroit, and now he's trying to get like uh, uh, jobs in like market 120 and stuff. Like, like that's Pat, what I, who I thought you were taking a jab at. Like, like he was, he's trying to get back in the radio business. You're gonna go work in Kalamazoo after yeah. working in Detroit. Are you people? Out of everything we said that last break, just, that's what they latched on to. We just talked to you about the Downing Street memo, and somehow the only way you got it in your convoluted mind was somehow it was an alleged jab and at the, someone who used to work here. And that is a far stretch, you know? Like the, But see, here's what it is. Here's exactly what it is. People want us... They want us to start some kind of odd radio war, no. which ain't going to happen. First of all, I don't know, Drew. Yeah. And, you know, everything I've heard about him has been positive to them, you know. And we've talked to people. He's the worker. He's still got buddies here. I got no beef with the guy. What happened to him uh, also happened to us up in D.C. Things, I mean, things I change. Feel, I feel for him, man. I've, I've been in that situation many a times when, you know, you, you are, you know, you lose a job and then you have to uh, start over again. And it's not even starting over. He got another gig. I know. So it wasn't a dig. And well, I'm sure his commute is a lot longer now that he has to drive an extra block across yeah. the street. He's just right across the street. And what are you guys paying attention to? You're not distracted by Jacko and this. It's about something you pretend to hear. How dare you make a stab at Drew? You make no. St- First of all, it wasn't a stab at him. It wasn't even remotely near him. How do you know it's not about us? How do you know it's not about Shafee? How do you know it's not about any guy we've worked with? Reamer. We have many radio people that have gone through that where they they lose their job and then they have to go down to a smaller market. That's why we made the comment. We've been in this business six or seven years now. Hell, maybe even eight. Yeah. What? Uh, one of the persistent callers just called back and said, thank you for clearing it up and that they love you again. <laughs> well, why would you not love us over that? What's I, not to love? <laughs> I don't want you loving us anymore. <laughs> All right, you can you can come give us a hug then. Yeah. Mm, hug. You're creepy chunks. What the hell is that? I don't know. Just, I just don't get it. I, just find it I find it so funny. I just find it so odd that, and everybody likes drama. I think that's the thing. Everybody likes drama and wants to start drama or, you know, think they heard some drama. There's no drama. No. Why Why would we... We're, we are yelling about the president. Why would we take a stab at Drew? Or anybody else for that matter. Yeah. There, are bigger, there are other fish to fry. A guy that we've never met and have and no problem with. And here's the other thing, too. We're in this business. 
We've been in this business long enough to know that you don't just start jabbing at people. You don't you don't run trash about other people in this business. Because one day you could be working with them or alongside them. You don't do that. It's, it's actually it's actually it's something we learned from our buddies Ron and Fez. Who knows? One day everybody's working together. That's silly. I just it drives me. That just proved my whole point. The people don't. You're not listen. Pay. They just hear. They don't. Yeah, they don't listen. They just hear what they want to hear. And they're hoping for some drama. And they're distracted. If they're not distracted by something else, they're distracted about between DJs. Yeah. Instead of the Downing Street memo and the president lying. Uh oh, radio war. Hey, brother. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think we do have a radio war with uh, Ron and Fez. Uh, Ron just called in and said this. J Dubs is the worst person in the world. Oh no. I think it's oh, uh, no. it's on now. Uh oh. I heard it. I didn't listen to it, though. Yeah, and you know somehow that's going to get back, like, all of a sudden now they're saying, Ron, hey, Ron, did you hear? The, the boys have declared war on you. <laughs> what is that? It's so stupid. Like we're pirates. Arr, matey. All right, we're not going to take calls about this. There's no reason to rehash it. There's, I mean, I appreciate everybody. Now everybody wants to talk. All of a sudden, I'm talking about the Downing Street memo. It's this. But then we start talking about other DJs in town, and lines light up. All right, let's take a break and come back. We're so late, chunks. How dare you? Jesus. Oh, we were supposed to announce something at eight o'clock. Let's get let's get to giving away prizes and doing what we do best, and that's goof on chunks. We're gonna explain how you can win a TiVo next in the hideout. There's one radio guy we're gonna start a war with. Chunks. That ass. It's the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Park time and electrocute me! 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 I am day. I am day. I am I am I am day. I love Boston Red Sox. I love Boston Red Sox. I love Boston Red Sox. I love ah, ah, ah. I'm Back into the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. That was um, from our buddy Jack Mayhoffer, a Chunks remix. 
Here's the big announcement. You hear us have so much fun with these drops, J-Dubs. Yeah. I got big boobs. Um, we have come up with an idea that we think will be a lot of fun for you, the listener. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I've run into somebody who says, I have a studio, or I'm in the studio, I can remix stuff, you know, I'm producing something, I'm this or that. Now's your chance to win something thanks to the hideout and uh, tearing up those skills. We are introducing to you the Chunks Beat Mix Beat Down Contest. If you go to realradio.fm and click on the hideout page, there is uh, something right there for you to download the remix zip file and make a beat mix with it. Now, what's in the remix uh, files? We have uh, all of our famous Chunks drops. So it's just a bunch of Chunks saying stupid stuff. It's I'm a- pretty girl, skipping to school with my books. yippity do. And here's what's going to happen. You go, you download that, and you put it to music, okay? You email it to us once you have your finished product. The winner will get a TiVo, thanks to the hideout. I don't even have a TiVo yet, and I want yeah. a TiVo. So on June 27th, we're going to pick our favorite three entries... And then we will post them on realradio.fm. We will announce the winner July 1st. Um, it's about two weeks. Okay, you got about two weeks to get all that stuff done. This all started when our friend Various made a, a song about it. You know what? Let's take a break. We'll come back, and we'll come back with Various. And we'll just say Craig Coleman. Yeah. Our buddy Craig Coleman. Craig Coleman Show. Dot com. Created the original Chunks Beat Mix Beatdown. And then Jack Mayhoffer came up with that one that we just played for you. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with the original. And this is where all this came from because listeners just decided to take it upon themselves to get their favorite chunks drops and put it to music. Now we have, I believe there are about 20 to 25 drops that are available to free, easy download on realradio.fm. You just click on it. I actually did it at home today. And I, I have them all at home, too, now. I, I, I may even... You know what? We should make an entry. All right. Do you want to each make one? I think each of us should make one. I think it would be good for the interns to do it, give them a project. Chunks, I'd love to hear yours. Please. And then... But that's but, happening. You know, but we can't win the TiVo. Yeah, but we can just kind of show people what it's all about. You know who I'd love to hear make one? Who? SBK. I got a problem with N people. All right. That's not one that I think he would like to put in. Is that one on the uh, beat mix? I don't know if they use it, but I sent everything we had. <laughs> there are a few. Actually, you should click and download what we have. I'd like, like to hear some of them. Again, go to realradio.fm, click on the hideout page. It's the Chunks Beat Mix Beatdown Contest. Download the Chunks Remix zip file and make a beat mix with it. And Here, I'll give you a drop right now. I'm lazy. I'm fat. That's me. Oh, sorry. Here, Here's one, man. I... Get this one. I want the poll. No, I want the poll. I, you know what? I tell you what. Right now, it's with chunks. If this if this ends up being really something popular, maybe we can do a. Uh, or how about while we're doing our beat mix, he makes one of the rest of the hideout. Okay, chunks. Maybe that's your thing then. You get to make one of us, and we'll uh, us and the listeners will make one of you. We'll Ooh. come back with the original. By the way, everybody apparently, well, you, there are rules. I'm not going to say. Uh, go go click on the rules for this. But it would be fun to see um, uh, what all can happen. So 407-916-1041, 888 
Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. You can go and download it right now. RealRadio.fm. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Pretty chunks. Yes, I do. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. That was the original chunks um, beat mix, um, beat, beat down, down. Uh, submission way back when in D.C. from our friend Craig Coleman who put it together. And um, now we're giving you the chance to win a TiVo by creating your own chunks beat mix beat down. Um, what you need to do is go to realradio.fm. Download the Chunks Remix zip file and mix a uh, beat with it. Then you email it to us. We'll um, pick three of our favorite entries. You know we'll play all of them. You know yeah. we're going to love all of them. And you know even if you don't make the top three, you might make it into our cut of playing on the air. Yeah, definitely. And we'll uh, announce the winner on July 1st. But get to realradio.fm and download the Chunks uh, Remix zip file here uh, on realradio.fm. Uh, realradio.fm. Um, John, oh, John, it's John from the Diamond Club. What's going on, John? Hey, John. Uh, nothing much. Same old, same old. I just wanted to call and say thank you guys for letting me bring the girls down there uh, Friday night. and The girls had a great time, and I was hoping I could bring some more girls up there this Friday. Oh, uh, my friend, yes. Yes, yes, and yes. In fact, I've been thinking about Kitty all week. Um, ah! <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, John from the Diamond Club came down on Friday during the open-door policy and brought us some lovely ladies. We didn't actually get to everything we wanted to do with the ladies because we just got so sidetracked between chunks and the wedgies and... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, we heard him screaming in the bathroom all night long, so. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, man, come on down Friday. It'd be great to see you with some. Uh, yeah, because, uh, Kitty was really actually, nice dude that night. Yeah, so. Kitty actually asked me if I was going to go down there this Friday. I said, you know, I don't know. I said, let me call him and find out, so. Kitty, you are always welcome. Right, <laughs> you just pla- you pass that message on to her from me, Hefe. All right, John? Not a problem. Then we'll see you on Friday night. All right, brother. We'll see you then. There's our buddy John from the Diamond Club hooking it up. I appreciate that. Um, he's hooking. We got a lot of emails, J Dubs, about our earlier in the show when we were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. politics and stuff. And I I appreciate everyone taking the time and emailing, and I'm gonna try to respond to all of them, and you know, I'm reading them all and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, you know, if anything, this is what this is. 
People ask, some people ask, how would you describe the hideout, Tommy? What is the hideout? And the hideout is a place where we can come together and we can talk about this stuff. Yeah. Um, Without people, you know, I'm I'm willing to listen. But yet, when you talk, you have to make some sense. Actually, when I think of the hideout, though, and maybe it's because I watch it whenever I get home, but I think of the basement from that 70s show, (laughs) where it's a group of friends sitting around, uh, goofing around, having some fun, talking about each other, maybe abusing one another. Occasionally, things get serious. Occasionally, they're just puff, puff, pass. But that's what the hideout is. He gets essentially remanded right away and taken downstairs to the basement. Okay, that drop came from, we were listening, Jim Phillips. Uh, yeah, the, the other Phillips day. file was playing uh, the Jackson verdict uh, via CBS News, I believe. And I was listening on my way to uh, pick up my girlfriend from work, and I heard them talking, you know, uh, the CBS News talking about what would happen if he was convicted, and they told they said they, he'd be tra- uh, taken directly to the basement. And uh, instead of the basement, he said they'll be taken taken directly to the Bateman basement. Yeah, and we and we refer to uh, base, Bateman's area of the hideout as the basement. And I just found that really odd and funny. And I'm glad we have that clip forever. And you should just isolate the part two where it says Bateman basement. Or heading to the Bateman basement. Yeah, heading to the Bateman basement. There was something that was going on that I wanted to discuss. Um. Oh yeah, you doves. Yes. Dubs went and finally became an official member of uh, Florida by getting the uh, driver's license. Yeah, I got my Florida driver's license, and I'm registered to vote in Orange County. Can I give this out to your your address? No. Stop. Because I have yours right now, too. Oh, that's right, damn it. Now, what's funny about this picture, Dubs? I look like such white trash in it. You You look very skinny. Thank you. But you look very... Disheveled, tan, and if they put this picture up on the news, yeah, you would see. Okay, yeah, drug yeah. dealer. All right, touch guilty. Her. Yeah, who, he who touched, did this guy touch? Yeah, he touched him. Guilty. <laughs> no, we should put a picture. We should put this up on Real Radio. I'll put the picture up. Uh, you know, I don't just even know. The picture. I don't even know if you can though. Between all the uh, highlighting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, between the holograms. holograms they put on there. Oh, how was it going to get your license? Because I haven't gotten mine yet. You know, it wasn't bad. Uh, It was a little bit of a pain in the ass. I ended up being there for about an hour and a half, two hours, which is a little bit longer than I like to. The funny thing is, when you go in there, at least the one over in Winter Park, when you go in there, you have to wait in this one line to sign in. And basically, when you're waiting in that line, you're waiting in line to wait in another line. Oh, that's the way all like DMVs are. You see, I was all, I've been used to the ones where you just go in and pull a number, and then you can either leave and come back whenever your number's called. You go up there, and it's all taken care of for you. No, in fact, in in Maryland, where the last time I had to get one done, it was a wait in line, then wait in line. It was a pull a ticket. You're gonna wait here. Okay, you got the proper documents. Now you go wait over here. And now you're going to go wait over here for your picture. Yeah, you were waiting in three different lines. See, I only had to wait in two for this one, which wasn't bad. But I got up to the front of the line. I'm the next person to go up there and get my license. And uh, the person leaves uh, the teller and gets her license and what, walks away. Is she giving away. you money? Is, she, is that called? Whatever. Is that a teller or is that a worker? I don't know. I don't think they're a teller, but okay. Right, the the worker he she finishes up with uh, the person the person leaves and then the the worker the city worker leaves goes on lunch or something so I uh, I have to wait like ten more minutes. 
for another uh, spot to clear up. Another spot clears up. Same thing happens. Another worker goes on lunch. Three times this happens. I'm the next person in line. I can't get help because everybody's leaving for lunch. You know, and that's such a thankless job, too. Yeah. Working. I, I, that's, that's another one of those. You were and just... I, I hate to get mad at these people because I know it's just a, a thankless job where people are nothing but rude to you the whole day. But the guy who helped me really deserved to be treated rude. I go up there, I give him my stuff, I, I call the head of time, find out everything I'm going to need, and I have it ready for him. And he asked me for my uh, social security card, and that's the one thing that they didn't tell me I needed. And I said, uh, they told me I didn't need that. And he said, I didn't ask that. I asked if you had it. I'm like, no. He's like, oh, that's fine then. What? Yeah. It, it made no throw... sense at all. Yeah, here's the thing. You, you give somebody a little power. And they're going to like to uh, use it and abuse it. And this guy was being a jerk, and I think he was new there because he had no idea what he was doing. He kept on calling the manager over. So he's way too jaded to be a new guy. I wonder if that's a requirement for a job like that. Like, even like I just mentioned that 70s show, but when that guy, Fez, gets it, they're like, you don't speak the language, you're not very smart, you're perfect for this job at the DMV. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, Hooch. I was wondering, did they make you retake your driver's test, or did you just nope. transfer it? I just transferred everything. Because I know that, like some states, like depending on how like old your old driver's license and stuff, um, a secret in case you know Hefe and you guys are going to go get your license. If you go to the courthouses when you don't have to retake the driver's test, and you go to the clerk of court, they have like miniature uh, DMVs in there where if you're yeah. only getting a driver's license, you I don't have to quicker. actually wait in lines or anything like. I mean, of course, it's online, but. Um, they charge you like an extra two fifty to like basically not wait in line because you're going through the clerk of the court. What two dollars and fifty cents yeah. extra? But oh, you dang, don't have to wait in line. That's yeah, you, nothing. If you go downtown, I believe it's at the fourth floor of the. Uh, yeah. Hell, I'll yeah. pay two hundred fifty dollars not it's to wait. It's so much line. nicer and so easier. Now here's the thing. There's Isn't a question it? I have. Do I need my birth certificate? Yes, you do. I have my driver's license from Maryland. You need your birth certificate. I have my social security card. I got my proof of residence. You need the birth certificate. Why do they need to know I was born in Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> they need to know you were born in the United States. I got Why? Because it's something they need to know. I don't know. Maryland already figured that out. Is this yours, Dubs? Yeah. Wow. You look... I'm not an organ donor. What? I, that's one thing, that's one selfish thing of mine. I am, uh, I, I don't like to feel like I'm a car. All right, you know what, I want to talk about this. Let me write this down to talk about. Don't write it on my license. Yes, I'm going to write it right here. No. Perm- permanent marker on the front. Why aren't you donating? But <laughs> I did get to, uh, register to vote and everything, so I was happy I heard about you, that. You're voting for, uh, Bush, right? No. Actually, Maybe. I, I'm undecided. I'm a flip-flopper. 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 I flip-flop. I wear flip-flops. All right, people are just writing in angry things about the DMV. <laughs> Quick break, we'll come back. Right, somebody's saying something about a bar? What? Chance, here in the hideout. What's up, Chance? What's going on, man? How you doing, man? Pretty good. You're talking about the, uh, you went to the DMV in Winter Park, you said? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, my girl and I, she had, she got a ticket or something, got her license suspended, so we had to go down there and had the quality uh, pleasure of <laughs> spending the day at the DMV and yeah. 
Yeah. We we walked to the pet store next door, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We got to walking down the ways at the same one in Winter Park, and we found a bar at the end, and we just got plastered. We, I'd run back down and check every now and then on her number because when we walked in, it was like on number three. She drew like number two thousand, you know. <laughs> so, so you're just you're just down there getting drunk. That's great. We got like ten games of pool through darts and got wasted. And I actually looked forward. I got to get my uh, my dress changed. So we actually looked forward to getting to go down there again. It was a pretty good experience. You know what? That's a good story to share. Hold on. You win a prize chance for being a good caller. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm pretty good. We know. Oh my goodness, Chunks, you're so tiny. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or Star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Damn, I gotta get my driver's or uh I gotta get my driver's license in Florida, but I gotta get my birth certificate to make that happen. Oh man. It's not that hard. I went online to get mine because I didn't have mine when I came down here. I went online, uh, I can't remember what website I went to, and just uh, typed in a few things and had it here in two weeks. cost me about 20 bucks. Did I tell you about uh, my DMV story? Pretty bad one back in Virginia after I got my wallet stolen. Mm-hmm. Well, I got my wallet stolen. I waited the usual three hours at DMV, no problem. But I get up to the counter, and they put my name and number and everything like that, and they look at me like I'm evil. And the woman looks at me. Were you wearing that shirt? No. (laughs) Because that should be against the law. The woman looks at me. We're the fashion place. Hmm. Guilty. What's that voice supposed to mean? That's not a really nice voice to use. I'll tell your stupid story, ass. Hmm. Do I need? I don't. I guess I don't need to. I guess tell the story. So the lady's coming up to me in line. She goes. She looks at me like I'm evil. She goes, sir. Have you ever been to Richmond? I was like, yeah, I guess a couple times. She goes, have you paid your child support? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I haven't had sex in ever. That's what I said to her. I did. I said that to her. I was like, I don't have a child. She's like, how do you know? I was like, because I haven't had sex in like two years. Why would you, you know, not, you know, why would you disown your child? I don't understand that. Why don't you just pay your bills? Pay the bills, dude. Stop being an Pay ass. for your child. Because I hate it. All right, so tell your stupid story. Uh, no yeah. one cares about. Yeah, and that's it. So like, I had to had to go down to Richmond. And that's it. Clarify it. You hadn't had sex. That was it. That was the point of your <laughs> no, story. No, or what that you're. I don't have it? a. I don't have a kid. And they suspended my license because I haven't paid my child support. But I don't have a kid. You have a child? No, I don't. Must that's be fat. That's the point of the story. Is I didn't have a kid, but they suspended my light license for having a kid. Does your kid have? Big boobs like you do? It's not. No. Do you, I got big boobs. Do you feed them on those things? You got to have sex is to that, have a kid. Is that why they're sagging? That shirt's really tight, bro. No, it's not. You Stand win, up. You should win the SAG Awards. <laughs> why is it all crinkled up in your belly? And why? You know what? And Dubs brought up a great point. When you're fat, you don't wear those horizontal stripes. Yeah. I, you haven't seen me wear that horizontal stripe shirt yet. Thank you, guys. I was I was trying to talk about the DMV. And why are you getting...
powder baby blue <laughs> horizontal striped shirt. What in your right mind makes you think, yeah, this looks good? Tommy, did you go shopping with him? No, I didn't. Okay. So you I was going to blame you, too, if you let him buy it. So you picked that out on your own? Uh, yeah. Obviously. Yes, I did. It's not like he had a woman with him. <laughs> yeah, you got you st- you got to start taking chicks with you whenever you go shopping. You know what? Or take us, because me and Hefe went shopping together. <laughs> the gay day. <laughs> it was very gay, because we went uh, looking for some clothes for me for my grandpa's funeral. And I'm like, do you think this is going to be too big on me? Uh, am I, you know... Should I go extra large or just large? Uh, did you already say where we were? Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on I'm only wearing this you stuff look, once. You're looking only... for a suit at Walmart? Not a suit. <laughs> you got to wear a suit to a funeral. No, no one is. What? Why is your voice cracking? Is that from the lack of sex? <laughs> you got to wear a suit to your funeral. You got to wear a suit to a funeral. All right, so this is so funny. So we're standing there in Walmart. <laughs> And Dubs is picking out his funeral clothes. <laughs> is that so sad? And he puts on this black shirt that I guess he's going to wear. By the way, short sleeve. No. Okay? It's long sleeve. Not the one you put on? Yeah, well. It was short sleeve. And he goes, oh, man, it's a little small. It doesn't mm-hmm. all the way. Go- I'm like, no, no, you got to pull it down. And so yeah. I'm like, you got to pull it all down. All- and we just look <laughs> we're, like. We're there, like, kind of dressing each other like two cheap mo's. We're at Walmart. Buying funeral clothes. <laughs> actually, I was getting, uh, actually, that's, uh, that leaves me something else. I had to do laundry today. I didn't have any clean undies. Undies? Know? No, this is really getting and, mo. And so I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to buy some new ones at Walmart. So I've bought, t- I bought ten new pair of color underwear that I can now. Oh, don't, why can't they wear regular? No, 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 they're, the no, stop being racist. You are. Come on. Uh, and now I have 10... I don't have to wash underwear for the next 10 days because I got brand new undies, ladies. About 20. What? What? Oh, 20 and flip them inside out? I got you. Yeah. No, just flip them. What? Hmm. Jeff Reno, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi, Poppy. Chunks took me song shopping. He makes me do little dances for him when I try on his songs. Oh, so How did he become Irish all of a sudden? <laughs> The eye poppy's kind of Latin. So anyway, yeah, that's what I do. I used to do it all the time, too. Instead of doing laundry, like when I was in college, and I'm like, I could either spend $5 in quarters, or I could run up to Walmart or Target or something and spend $5 on five new pair of underwear. I feel like I'm going to go on myself. What are you doing? Nice shirt. <laughs> but yeah, so Dubs, are you proud of your uh, Walmart funeral wear? It looks good. You didn't even try it on. I tried it on when I got home. Does it look okay? Yeah, it looks great. Does it look good enough to carry your dead grandfather in? Yes, it does. You're it's really gonna not going to be... wear a suit? No, no one is. I told you that. Why not? I guess they wanted to be kind of casual. Kind of. Like, you know, no, like, suits. But like, dressing what the, up. What, did you guys wearing flip-flops? No, we're wearing a tie and everything, but... Was this casual Friday funeral? Yeah. Is it on Friday, your grandfather? Yes. So it's you know, Hawaiian shirt day. So uh, wear your Hawaiian shirts. And jeans, if you want. And flair. Yeah, you should wear pieces <laughs> of flair. You should go... Uh, pieces of Ric Flair. Iron on like a slipknot patch or something, because you, you got all black, like you got one of those uniforms on, those jumpsuits. Well, I got a black uh, a black shirt. Uh, gray pants and a gray tie. 
are you, some in some bad 80s band? Yes. What is that? I look badass. You're going to be a I'm going to be the badass funeral guy. You're going to be a hit me baby one more time, uh, too? Is that where you're really going? He's the other opening act for asses wearing glasses. <laughs> were you wearing a skitty tie? Uh, you know, I, yes. Oh, man. Hey, are you going to take a digital camera up there? I'd you like want it me to, to. I'd like you to get pictures of your grandpa if you could. <laughs> no, I'm not taking. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand above his casket taking pictures of him. Come on, man. We'll put bars over his eyes. <laughs> That's so wrong. They got bars in his feet. What is that? Mm. I thought we told you to write down your jokes and say them off air. And if those two laugh, then you can say them on air. Mm. Oh, it's like I got crickets in my ears. What's going on? Oh, these earphones. Jesus. Chris, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Will Chris. You? Yeah, yeah. If you think you guys had a hard time at the DMV, you should try getting a new alien registration card, being a far- Did you get that number? Oh, is that Erica the Promotions Goddess? Hey, happy birthday. I know it was yesterday, but I didn't see you. It's I your birthday? I think she's like 18 now. By the uh, way, like, I didn't know that. Well, you're off limits to me now. <laughs> You've passed your prime. Jeremy, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeremy? Yeah, hey, what's up? Hey, uh, last year my uncle died, right? And I, I had to go to the funeral. And, mm-hmm. uh, shoot, man, I had never been to a funeral. And... Can't swear, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? He said, watch it. <laughs> and then hit it. Hit it when you hear a swear word. Ass. Hit it and quit it. Now let's take a break. Come <laughs> back. Bunch of retards. It's a hideout. Roll Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1, Seth and Dubs. 479161041. star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Wow. If only we were allowed to say the things that we uh, wanted to. <laughs> you guys would be having uh, even more fun than you are right now in the Hideout. Uh, earlier today, Dubs and I went shopping for his funeral clothes for his grandpa's funeral at uh, Walmart. At Walmart, he won't be here tomorrow or Friday, so it's a Friday night for him. He's going on vacation back to mid-Michigan. All right, Jeremy, back in the hideout. What's going on, Jeremy? Hey, man, I know you can't cuss on the radio, man. I used to sell radios. I know that you can't say that stuff on the radio. All right, what do you got, Jeremy? Uh, listen, man, um, last year my uncle died right, and I had to go to the funeral, yeah? And, um, man, I don't got no black clothes or nothing or nothing nice or no suits or nothing, so I, I didn't have no money, right? So... I had to figure out some way that I was going to get some clothes that was suitable for the funeral. So I did what you did. I went to Walmart, put it on a credit card, wore the black clothes at the funeral, took it back the next day, got a refund, right? Right. <laughs> well, here's the, now here's the catch. This is what sucks, though. This is why you got to be careful. So I'm at the funeral, and I meet this cousin of mine that I ain't seen since we were little kids, right? She's like super hot. She's like a second cousin, you know? Yeah, I so understand. Not, so not directly, but like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so, uh, like, 
so we're like, you know, she's she's kind of like all over me and stuff. You know, not during the the funeral because that'd be disrespectful, you know. But you wait until after. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so like like we set up. I get a phone number and stuff like that. I call her like a couple weeks later. We go out. She totally disses me, right? How? Because uh, she only likes guys that wear black clothes. All right, beat it. Thank you, Jeremy. And it comes round full circle. <laughs> Good call. Big Fruity, you're in the hideout of our radio. Yeah, I was hoping uh, Chunks can dump Jeff Reno. Maybe I can You know what I'm saying, big dog? Man love, baby. Man love. <laughs> I'd rather have Jeff Reno. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? So I'd rather have Jeff Rena. Isolate it. Isolate it. Yeah, right. So, do it! Oh, look at the intern hopping on it. Nice job, Putin. Machine broke. Putin's learning. Very good. I got to keep him in line back there. Hey, speaking of all things that are kind of, um, well, Mo, mm-hmm. Bateman was telling me that he got hit on. Twice. No, no, I don't know if I got hit on, per se, but now I'm thinking everyone is. All right, tell me first about your friend who recently came out. Um, Who? Well, I I was talking to him on the IM last night, because, like I said, he works in entertainment, and we were, like, thinking of ideas for for stuff. Hey, dude. (laughs) I have an idea. Why don't we go and do it? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that means. Um... (laughs) And why, so, why do we bounce this off each other? What? <laughs> 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 Alright, sorry. Um, so he goes, not to make you uncomfortable, but you're hot. Hmm. And I said, yeah, I know. I get that a lot. Whoa, your you're you're recently outed friend yeah. said that you're hot? It, it, was he already out when he told you this? Yeah, it was last night. Okay. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah. I know, I get that a lot, you know, practically a model, all that stuff. Now, I, you always struck me as homophobic, so it didn't bother you? No, actually, I, maybe it's because I know him so well, or sort of. Were you fl- I thought you, you did. Yeah. Were you, um, were you flattered? No, I, he was like, does that make you uncomfortable? And I was like, no, because if, if you uh, found me ugly, I'd probably be offended because I'm so competitive when it comes to looks. You're not uncomfortable? You want to take down your pants for the rest of the conversation? Is that what you say in the locker room or something? Boy, come on. Well, I heard there, uh, him and Chunks talking today, and I, I overheard part of that conversation. And um, so anyway, it's just sort of weird because I never picked up on that vibe. And he was also like, you know, for a while there, I thought you might have been gay because <laughs> I figured you could have any woman you wanted and uh, never really saw that many around you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you live in a different city. How would you know? So now your your friend, your gay friend, yeah, who has gay dar. No, he doesn't actually. I don't think he does. Yeah, I guess because he was. Well, I don't know. No dar. Now, did it make you feel uncomfortable that he then accused you? No, he didn't accuse me. He was. Do you think maybe he was recruiting? No, because he just told you how hot you were, and then he said, "Hey, did you ever think about the fact that you could be too?" No, he never. He said, "I thought for a while there maybe you were." But lately I've been talking about chicks and stuff, and <laughs> which is kind of odd that now he came out. But uh, <laughs> So uh, 
then to the, so now I'm like flipped out because I don't know who's gay and who's not because this is one guy. <laughs> Hold who, on, one person who is chumps. Whoa, I didn't see that one coming. Jeez. <laughs> um, because you know he doesn't have any of the stereotypical things that you say. Oh, I think that guy's gay. Right. Other than I didn't really hear him talk about banging chicks all that often. Hmm. So today I'm out walking my dog and I've been. Walking her with my shirt off because uh, I get a farmer's tan <laughs> otherwise. I told her, you're walking your dog with your shirt off. Was your shirt tucked in your back pocket? No. Okay. No. I'm getting tanned finally. After 26 years, finally. Well, you moved to Florida, that happens. Yeah, well, I'm just getting tanned on my forearm All on right. the top part. We don't need to hear about you and your skin. Yes, you do. It's luxurious. <laughs> Modeling contracts for Clairol. Okay. Whatever, this hair, whatever. Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm glad that's good, though. That proves you're not gay, because you didn't know. So go ahead. And so I'm just, like, you know, whatever, walking around, and this guy, like, drives up, like, blurring loud music. I'm like, why do you have to play your music so loud? That's annoying. Um, I was singing that to myself, and then the guy is like, hey, what's going on? He was like, in his car? Well, he got out of his car, and he's walking to his, his apartment building. And I'm like, nothing? Like, what's your dog's name? Roxy. So, uh, where do you live? <laughs> what? I'm like, I live in one building over. I live right upstairs. Great. I guess. Like, so where are you from? Northern Virginia, D.C. area. Yeah. And he's like, uh, oh yeah, I'm from there too. And I'm like, well, that goes to my theory that he was just being nice to me because people down here are a lot more friendly but then when I saw that he actually had a Virginia license plate, I was like, hmm. So you guys got a lot in common then? No, no, we don't actually. So now you're getting hit on. You're getting hit on. By I don't dudes. know if he was gay or if he was just friendly, but I don't. I, I would Ma- not walk up Ma- to some random guy and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Or making small talk with a dude walking his dog with his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds. I mean, weird. I don't blame him if he is gay. Would you know be attracted myself also? But um, <laughs> I've been running. I'm in excellent shape now. I don't even have to flex to see my abs anymore. Yeah. Mm, damn you. Ew, why would you make that noise, Chunks? <laughs> what was that? Yum. <laughs> That's what it was. What was that? I want to lick it. This is why I sleep with my door locked. <laughs> I don't bastard. know why you need to. Yeah, I don't know why either. Hmm. So uh, I don't know <laughs> if this guy was hitting on me or if he was just strange or what. Did he try? Did he give you a number? Did you guys ex- exchange names? No, but he pointed, he pointed like right up to his uh, apartment. He's like, like, it's right there. And I'm like, you want to come up? And I'm just like, and I'm just like, okay, great. I'm it's cool you live there. What am I supposed to say? Like, okay, let's go up there. Dubs, do you think he was getting hit on? Yes, he was. I guarantee if he would have said, hey, I'm a little uh, thirsty. Can I get a glass of ice water? He could have gone up there and at least gotten some on top of clothes action from the dude. (laughs) (laughs) Some dry rubbing. Okay. You didn't have to go. We knew what you were talking about. Mm. I wanted to clarify. No. I like to. There's no need. I like to make sure I'm absolutely clear on what I'm trying to say. Did he ask you to take the trash out, Tommy? (laughs) No, that's your girlfriend there. There's some old lady that is always asked about him. She's like 80 years old, and she's senile, and she asks the same questions every time she sees you. Well, her sh- the shirts that he wears now were in when she was uh, younger, <laughs> so it, I, it completely makes sense. You remind me of my husband. Where's the curly-headed boy? <laughs> the curly-headed boy. <laughs> I told her you'd come up and see her and 
fixer sink. Ooh. Where's the walking pub? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1, it's FN Dubs. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I went downstairs with Chunks to smoke during the break, and I knew I had something in my head why his shirt was making me laugh, other than it was being hideous and uh, too tight for him. Uh, it's completely Kevin Arnold Wonder Years shirt. <laughs> Let's take a picture of uh, Chunks Arnold and put it up on RealRadio.fm. By the way, speaking of Chunks, mm-hmm. Chunks Beat Down Beat Mix. It's your chance to win a TiVo. Go to RealRadio.fm, click on the hideout portion, and you can download the Chunks Remix zip file with all of the famous Chunks drops and make a beat mix with it. It's your chance to win a TiVo. You email us your finished product. Doesn't have to be long. I'd rather it not be long. Yeah. Maybe Keep it around 60 seconds. About 60 to 90 seconds is yeah. cool. And then uh, we will um, we will pick our favorite three. We'll put them up on the mm-hmm. website, and then you get uh, people will vote on them. We'll announce the winner on July 1st. Speaking of Friday, July 1st, yeah. big news coming up. I can't announce it today. You can't? I don't think we should. I think we should wait. Well, I know uh, during the commercial break we're going to have a little meeting about it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I want to wait, though, until everything's absolutely for sure. But something big could be happening on Friday, July 1st. So keep that open on your calendar. It's going to be tight, though, like chunks of shirt. <laughs> um. Oh, by the way, you're gone tomorrow, right? Doug? Yes, I am. Tomorrow and Friday, I will not be in the hideout. I'm talking to SBK right now mm-hmm. online, and he said he's going to come hang out. Nice. So he's going to be able to chill. So that'll be a lot of fun. I appreciate that very you got much. big shoes to fill, SBK. Please. With your bad feet. Uh, what is this? Come on. I didn't think I mentioned UFOs. UFO Phil, you're in the hideout. Hi. Um, I was calling because I was listening to, to um, Bateman, and he has some, some issues now that he has his abs sticking out, and then a lot of people are talking to him, and he seems a little bit confused about whether people are gay or they just want to be nice and friendly. And so I, I thought he could maybe use this, this new device that I invented. What is a it? A vibrator? Can you keep a secret? Yes. Yes, you can keep a secret. Okay. This device, it, it looks it looks a lot like a lightsaber, but it's, it's shorter. It only sticks out about six inches. And it's an, it's an alien intention detector. And what I do is I use it whenever I get abducted, and I just hold it up to the, in the alien's face, and it'll turn red if they have hostile intentions or blue if they just want to chat. <laughs> Stop so breathing into the phone! Stop! I'm not. I'm not. So Bateman, <laughs> I'll send, I'm going to be mass-producing them and selling them. I'll send Bateman one for free, and whenever he's out walking his dog, he can have the leash in one hand, and he can have this in the other, and if a guy starts chatting with him, he just stick the thing in his face, and then if it turns red, he'll know that the guy wants to put the moves on him. All right. Thank you, you Oh, okay. Stop. What the hell? Uh. <laughs> It's UFO Phil. UFO For some reason, that confused me more than anything. I don't know what's going on. I think he just called you a mo. I don't know. No. Turn I love this. Hey, I just have one question for you. 
Less Manly. You're in the hideout no. on Go Radio. I have this question. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on, Less Manly? What's up, man? Hey, uh, I got a radio bit for you guys. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How about I'm gay? You can never tell by looking at me. You get me and maybe three straight guys or another gay guy and two straight guys and pick out the gay or straight guy. <sighs> I mean, you're challenging us to identify a gay person? That's right. He says he can't tell if someone's gay. That might be a good thing for uh, Bateman, where he uh, he doesn't know who it is. All right, tell you what, Les Manley, hold on. We'll uh, get some straight friends, and then uh, we'll have you come do up. Do we have any? I don't know if we do, but hold on a second, all right? All right. Hmm. Wow. My little friend. Friend uh, identification there. Bateman, do you think you could pick out Les Manley in a lineup? I think his voice could give it away. Yeah. I don't think we have them say anything. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. My friend doesn't have, like, the stereotypical, like, gay voice or anything. See, you guys, I don't know. You haven't hung out with a lot of gay people, I guess. Well, yeah. Like, not not knowingly, apparently. But, I mean, yeah, they're not. Yeah, not all of them have that flamboyant type uh, attitude or voice. Man. A lot of them are just dudes. Yeah. Dudes looking for a good time. Like on baseball teams? You know, I uh, I found this story. <laughs> Bow wow. <laughs> News hounds. I found the story today uh, about uh, gay people that hook up online. I guess there's a study out on them, and only 40% or 40% of them do not use protection when hooking up online. But see, I don't even know why it's a big deal, because I bet the numbers are about the same for straight people. I think, you know, I think it's insane for gay or straight, 40% of them not to be, you know, using protection if you're hooking up online. You always got to use protection. All right, how about we do this? How about we get the, uh... Hold on, I got confused for a second. Chunks? Yeah, let's use chunks. You want to, like, a chunks, like, um... Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's put up a, uh... Like an ad forum on like uh, Yahoo pro, uh, personals and like Hotmail personals saying that he's into raw dog and <laughs> see if guys are into it. See if guys like to, you know. Why? And we'll do a, a little experiment? No. Yeah, see, we just want to see if, you know, guys are like, if 40% of them would get a hold of you and say, yes, I'm into that too. Use Hefe. No, we're going to use you and your phone number. No. Yes. No, we yes, aren't. Yes, we are. All right, Matt Albert says. Make Bateman do it shirtless while taking pictures for the site with his cell phone. No. <laughs> I'm going to punch him in the face if he ever comes down. He wouldn't gonna, do that. We're going to do that. We're going to put a uh, a couple, and we'll we'll tell everybody where it's at so they can go find it. We should just put it up on realradio.fm. We'll do that, too, but I want to put him on some actual sites where people are going to be looking for people. Like an adult finder or something? Yeah, adult friend finder or whatever it is, and then get uh, just kind of test the water. Wiggle Chunks' toe and see if anybody bites. He does have foot fetish. Yes, he does. Right, Arnold? An unprotected foot fetish. Uh-huh. Chunks, how about we do that on Friday night when all our friends come in? you got to kiss the feet of everyone who comes in on the open door podcast. No, that's disgusting. During the commercial, I'm going to write up his profile. We'll go over it, and then we'll uh of Bateman. Go online and post it. Mm-hmm. You'll really write it up and read it? Yeah, I'll write it up and, uh, well, I, well, Chunks read it. Yeah, that's always best. Why? Why would I do that? I'm not gay. Hmm? 
I don't think it particularly matters. Yeah, I'm gay. And there you are saying to the contrary. Mm. Huh. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm gay. Hmm. Right, hold on a second. He took it like a man, so did I. Yeah, I know you did. Rusty, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, Rusty. There is a uh, local um, gay chat room that you can go to. Where at? Uh, www.gay.com. Right, mm. I'm Create on... profiles and everything and pictures. And is it free? We'll yeah, put one up on, uh, on Craigslist.org, too. And thank you. Not all gay men are flamboyant. You're absolutely right. Yeah, of course not. Thank you, Rusty. Are you guys talking to Les Manley and getting his info? Okay. Boy, Putin takes over the phones. What happens? Everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. Got a crack staff going back there, Chunks. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. But stay tuned for these very important messages. Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, Seth and Dubs coming down the home stretch here on a almost a Friday night. I know because I'm not going to be here tomorrow or Thursday or Friday. Yeah, it's Wednesday night in the hideout. Mm-hmm. And then I realize it can be a Friday night because it's Friday night open door policy, and there's no one here right now. Usually it's packed. And then we got the girls coming back from uh, the Diamond Club this Friday, and I think Jonathan and Drew are bringing back their friends. The nice. Hot, the hot Padme D's. And they said they were going to take it a little further this time with the lesbianism. She was hot. Padme D's? Mm-hmm. Between her and Kitty, that's all I've thought about this last week. While with my quote-unquote material. Do you keep it? Well, from, you know, all my stuff from the uh-huh. belt factory outlet. Oh, I thought you meant. Uh. Well, allow me to voice my displeasure with Hooch for a second. Hooch! Hooch, time to talk. Hooch! You, this afternoon, made a promise of food, and I purposely did not eat. It's 10 o'clock, and I am starving, because I was waiting, because you said you were going to have food up here. What happened? My mom let me down. <laughs> so now it's mama's fault. Yeah. See, what happened? They ran it, I guess they, I don't really know what happened. Your parents were going to be up this way and said they were going to bring some food? Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't eaten since yesterday. Like, I only eat one meal a day, so, like, I begged my mom. I was like, please bring us food. And she was like, yeah, no problem. And I guess they ran into problems, and then I was on air, and then I couldn't answer my phone because I couldn't say, excuse me, Chunks, can I answer my phone? Well, that's good, though. So um, I couldn't answer my phone, so they drove home. And we live all the way in, you know, Kissimmee-St. Cloud, so it's a 45-minute drive. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, it's a 45-minute drive. So, But they, they made promises um, that they're going to bring food tomorrow. Yeah, well, uh, my stomach's eating itself right now. So that does me no good. You could call my mom and yell at her. Here's what I'd like for you to do. Yes, sir. I'd like for you to go around and panhandle for money on a street corner, and then I'd like you to bring us back something from 7-Eleven. All before the next 15 minutes before I pass out. I can't even get to the street corner. You're going to pass out? I'm going to pass out. I'm so hungry. Oh, look. You should have went to... has uh... given donations. Mm-hmm. Well, you should want to eat with me before I uh, before the shift today. It's not a shift. It's a show. Mm. And we're supposed to get here at least two and a half hours before showtime. You really? roll in at 6.40. 6.30. No, 6.40. Well, I pulled into the parking lot at 6.30, and that's when I... Oh, and then you had to have a cigarette, right? Mm-hmm. And then he comes up to me, and he goes, hey, what's going on? I'm like, well, we don't have much for tonight. And he goes, all right, I guess I won't smoke. 
And he goes and sits down and checks his email. Hops on his MySpace account. I don't have a MySpace account. Yeah, you do. I see your picture on there, everything. You talk about your uh, your cat there, Sadie Lou. Oh, by the way, speaking of Sadie Lou, I, I've been trying to come up with ideas mm-hmm. to get her more involved with the show, and I think I found one that can finally fit. Let me see if I can find it. Because a lot of times I'm reading stuff about cats in the if news. It's, if it's not a cuddle party, I don't want any part of well, it. Well, I read stuff about cats in the news, and I'm thinking this would be perfect for Sadie Lou, J-Dubs' cat. Do I have my news story? Let me see. I've got it around here somewhere. I think this is it right here. Um, Here we go. Man charged for feeding stray kitty cat to gator. We are not feeding my cat to a gator. I'll have it eat gator soup. The gentleman screamed, I can do whatever I want with the cat. It's a stray and it doesn't matter what happens to it. (laughs) That's terrible. So here's so here what I was thinking. I would say, um, I grab your cat, Sadie Lou. Mm-hmm. I She's go not astray. And I go to Gatorland, and I go, I do whatever I want with this cat. It doesn't matter. It's not my cat. And then I throw her into the pond at, Ga- at Gatorland. I don't like that one. Sadie? Sadie Lou? Hey. I would, I wouldn't shoot it because I want, I'd like for the, uh, I'd like for the gators to have its fun and ripping it apart. <laughs> Keep on laughing, chunks, because I finished your profile that's going to go on the uh, the gay, uh, gay rooms. Da- Gay.com. All right, don't read it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not on. going to, but I, I think it's it's epic. Really? Yeah. What's up, Hooch? You were going to say something? I was wondering what was wrong with this man. If we could got, get rid of strays like that, we would have gotten rid of Chunks a long time ago because he doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm. We pick up this Chunks. Mm. He's doesn't mangy. matter. He's it's Chunks. Chunks. It's just Chunks. Everybody be chanting Chunks while he was falling down to his death. My, my arms are tired because he's fat from holding him up. Chunks. Uh-huh. Chunks. Jay, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Jay? Chunks, I ain't wearing any panties. Oh. <laughs> you dig that, man? No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. We know. That's why you're going to uh, put your profile up and see if uh, All right. dudes want to go with you raw. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> I'm a pretty girl. Why? All right. Uh, Apple says, every time you play that Sadie Lou meow, my dog flips out. Thanks. <laughs> Shoot it! <laughs> quiet, quiet, Sadie Lou. <laughs> if we do a live gig, will you bring Sadie Lou to it? She'll get freaked out. I can't do it. Just bring her to the live gig. I'll bring the alligator. No, you aren't bringing an alligator to our live gig. Come on. She's beautiful. Best kitty in the world. Jonathan, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's our buddy Jonathan. What's up, man? Oh, what's going on, brother? Um, listen, no, it's all about kitty cat shark fishing, and I got the idea from bass fishing one day where the idea is you take the bait fish and you hook them through the eyeballs to keep them on the hook, but you do this, you apply that method to shark fishing, and what you would do is go ahead and take the kitty cat 
and go ahead and hook it Stop. from one eyeball through the other. Oh, Stop. Ouch, that's and awful. You, no, wait, wait, stay with me here. It's not you like fly fishing where you, uh, you swing it around, is it? <laughs> no, no, what you do is you go ahead and you hook the kitty cat through the eyeballs, no. and then you go ahead and throw it overboard so it lands in the water and it's confused, <laughs> and it thrashes around and it's all blind because you went ahead and hooked it through the eyeballs, and the thrashing attracts the shark. Winner! Wow! I, I, well, I'll give it to you. It's well thought out. Thank you. I, Jonathan, I appreciate that. Thank, we'll see Not a you problem, bro. We'll see you Friday night. <laughs> all right, maybe we'll do that at the live No, we Sadie aren't. Lou. We aren't shark fishing with Sadie Lou. This is the greatest picture I've ever seen. Matt Albert just sent that to me. It's a picture of a kitty cat. Let's just call it Sadie Lou. No, it's not Sadie. With a gun to its head that says, send nude pictures or I shoot the cat. John, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, John? Hey, John. Hey, I got some questions for the chemistry next thing. Yeah. Um, I was wondering how old or what's the age requirement for it. Uh, all the rules are on realradio.fm. I'm actually looking right now. I don't see an age requirement, but I don't know if there's, like, something in particular, like you have to be a certain age to enter contests. I'm not positive. Okay, and also, um, when Chunks gave out his phone number over the air, mm-hmm. and then I just got the phone bill recently, <laughs> and I was, like, getting charged long-distance calls. Uh-huh. And I think he should be punished for not warning people that it's going to be a long time. Oh, sorry, jackass. I tell you what, anybody, anybody else that had that, bring your uh, phone bill up and Chunks will pay for it. Ridiculous, please. All right, let's take a break. And we'll come back with Chunks reading his new profile. And I want you to read it word for word, number for read. number. I can't read. Number well, for number. Whatever. Number for number? Oh, yes, there's numbers in it. Yeah, like I'm going to read a number for number. <laughs> I'm having fun tonight. I started out in a sour mood. A little bitching about the president. And more. Oh, by the way, just this real quick email. Uh, somebody somebody has already sent a, an email off, has written a letter to uh, Senator Mel Martinez. About what? The Downing Street memo. Nice. Good for you. Get involved. Even if you want to get involved and say, hey, I think it's crap, then... Maybe write and support that way. Yeah, support in any way you feel fit, but, you know, at least, get, at least start getting active. Be active. Like with the Chuck's Beat Down Beat Mix contest. If you can make these kinds of songs, you can be taking home a Tebow. Go to realradio.fm for the info. Quick break, we'll come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Chunks is about to find the love. Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> in the KKK. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 916 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. <sighs> what is this, Krauserstein? You're in the Hideout? Uh, I'll, I'll first have a question. Chunks, do, do you have a problem with sweating? Do you have a problem with sweating, Chunks? I don't really know how to answer this. I'm going to go with yes. yes. 
Well, you should. I heard your ad talk about Botox. You should check that out then, because if you're having sweating problems, that Botox would probably be good for you. All right, there you go, Chunks. What Thank else is going on? Thank you. Okay, well, I heard you guys talking about alligators before, and I live off of a. I live on Lake Jessup, and I let my kitty cat, Big Poopy, play around in my backyard sometimes. And one time, a big old gator, because there are a ton of gators in that lake. The gators were coming after my cat. I said, "No, no, you will not get my cat." So I ran out there, and then the gators started coming after me. And, but if you punch it in the face, it'll uh, it runs away. So chunks if they feed to the gators, just punch it in the face and it'll run away. I promise you. All right, let's try that. Thank you. in the eye, sir. Thank you. I'll have to try that. You guys seem surprised. I think I thought that was good advice. Punch it in the face. I don't think you should let like be endorsing like animal cruelty. That's wrong. If it comes it's after you, you can. It's a- it's a gator. Jump your fence. Go back in your yard. Don't don't. If it comes, if you're attacked by something, I fully support someone punching it in the face. It did not sound like that. He said that he was in like danger. Hey, he said if him. he said if chunks gets gets thrown to the gators, punch him in the face, he'll be fine. No, we don't want chunks fighting the gators. Why? It's What's a wrong? freaking gator. Who cares? I love how people get so upset when animals get hurt, but they don't give a damn if somebody gets blown away in the street or something like that. I do. I, this is the funniest thing that maybe I've ever seen. Uh, Slots guy says, poor chunks, is there even a market for a sweaty gay man that sounds like Bender? I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. I do kind of sound like Bender. A little too much booze. I do have his, uh, gay profile ready for him to read. Alright, let's read that, chunks. Do we need music? Um, yeah, I think, uh, Tommy knows what we need. He said, hold on one second. So. I think some beer softened stool, sensitive gay lovers, perfect. <laughs> Or should we go something a little bit more serious? Because I think whatever we do, we also post the audio of him reading this on his profile. Yes, I agree with that. Chunks, we're making you um, a superstar at the gay bar. Mm. You're a superstar. Right. All right. Hi, my name is... (laughs) such a funny song. I forgot how great the song was. All right. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm looking for strictly man-on-man action in the central Florida area. Actually, you know what? Let's start over. No music. We need to have all this to be able to be isolated. All right, there we go. One more time. Hi, my name is Alex. Alex what? Corolla. Hmm? I'm looking strictly for man-on-man action. In the central Florida area. I have one request. I'm into bear action. If you feel like you can rock my world, please get a hold of me ASAP. I'm a chubby bottom that you can reach at nixball99 or acorolla at gmail.com. Kisses. I, I, I heard a word was left out of there at the beginning. What? Your name. I said my name. No, you didn't. Hi, my name is Alex what? Venezia. Read the first line again. Hi, my name is Alex Venezia. I'm looking for a strictly man-on-man action in the central Florida area. Keep going. That's the first line. (laughs) Keep going. I have one request. I'm into bear action. If you feel like you can rock my world, please get a hold of me ASAP. I'm a chubby bottom that you can reach at Nick's Ball 99 
or acarole at gmail.com. Kisses. That's it. That's all that's in there. With that kind of an attitude, I don't think that you're going to uh, get any bites. I don't give a damn. Ain't I don't want those action. kind of bites. Now, hold on a second. By bear action? No, bear, B-A-R-E. Oh. I thought you meant like a big grizzly bear. No. Well, bear bear action. All right, you want bear bear action. Bearback right. bears. All right, reread it, but with put bear bear action. No. Reread. Come on, one more time. Hi, my name is Alex. I'm mm-hmm. looking for shit. Right. Corolla. No. No, I'm not going to again. Come on, Venezia. Damn it. Hi, my name is Alex V. I'm looking for strictly man-on-man action in the central floor area. I have one request. I'm into bear, bear action. <laughs> if you feel like you can rock my world, please get a hold of me ASAP. I'm a chubby bottom that you can reach at 7 and... <laughs> Mix Read it. 99 no. gmail.com. Read what it says. No. Finish. I'm not going to. Finish it. I get no sleep. Seven what? Nothing. Oh. Kisses. Three. Three. Come on, please. I'm begging of you. All right. I know. We've given out his number. Plus, it's all over MySpace, so. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Where? I know it was on the SBK Live message board, too. Someone posted it on there. It's on Dubs' profile. I think it's on Bateman's. (laughs) Yeah, your, your phone number's everywhere. You're screwed, dude. You may as well just give it out. No. This is bad enough as it is humiliating. I don't want any of this stuff. I heard you had a big phone bill, too. Yes. You did? Yes. From what? We don't need to go in from what it was. Okay, then we won't. (laughs) Yes, nice try. (laughs) I'm not into bare, bare action. You know, rubbing down dudes with oils and soap and candles. Stuff like that. That's not my thing. All right, hopefully we get all of that and just rework it mm-hmm. with the editing system. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of, it's your chance to win a TiVo, the Chunks Beat Mix Beatdown Contest. What you do is you download all the fun uh, clips that we've gathered for you from Chunks, and you put it to a beat mix, email it to us here at the hideout, and um, we'll go through. Man, we have a big announcement I want to announce tonight. Mm-hmm. Dubs, you actually won't be here for the announcement tomorrow. Yeah, get me on the phone for it. You want to? Yeah. Because right. I'm excited about it, too. It's a very huge thing. Should I tease it? Sure. Chunks is going to be on the uh, Wonder Years reunion. <laughs> Winnie Cooper will be there? Oh, wait. Well, no, that'd be good for you. If I sang What? It. <laughs> How about this? I will say this about the big announcement. Yes. We're going to give you a chance to win some insanely badass prizes in person. That's all I'll say. And then we'll leave it at that. But it's going to be a very, very big fun time. Like with Chunks and his Bear Bear action. Maybe you'll find some. Who's a Bear Bear fan? I'm a pretty girl. Hmm. We know. And a lot of guys are going to find you to be a pretty girl. Mike, you're in the hideout of World Radio. What's up, buddy? How you doing, guys? Yep. Hey, I just want to say I love your show. I try to listen as much as possible. Appreciate it. But uh, I just want to say, you know, since if, uh, if you know, I know you guys, uh, you know, taking it to chunks, but if he wants to prove himself that he's straight, maybe we should do like a mail-order bride and 
See if he'll marry somebody. That's fine. That's a good idea. I've always wanted to get one of those Russian All right. Russian <laughs> brides. We'll mail you to someone in Vermont where it's legal. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you have a big show, do it somewhere live, have a bunch of people, everybody can be the witnesses and whatnot. We're going to get him a mail-order dude. Mail-order dudes, <laughs> Cambodian only, though. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. And we're going to get you an of-age one, you sick bastard. Uh, you know, why even go there, Dubs? Because I know how he thinks. Yeah, you're right. He wants to go on one of those tours. Stop. Just stop. No more, please. Mm. No more clarifying. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Dubs, let's talk a little bit more about your dead grandfather. That'll lighten the mood. Sure. So, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Kevin, you want me to? Hmm, kind of a long intro. What would you do if I sang out a key tune? Would you stand up and? Go back home. All right, this is all making fun of Chunks' yeah, shirt. He went out and bought some Under Armour. He's wearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Where's Wayne? Hey, butthead. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Turn it down. Our buddy, uh... Porno Dan from PornoDan.com's on the line. We talked to him Friday, and it got um, it got so hectic. Dan, what's hey, up? Dubs, pleasure to talk to you guys as usual. How you guys been? Hey, up, buddy. Man? We um, that sounded like things were insane at the erotica uh, it was convention. Pandemonium. What I went ahead and did is on Saturday, I brought my camera and mic on a convention floor and interviewed girls for your show for about two and a half hours worth of footage. I did it all day. I, was on, I got bored of talking to the girls like an old person. Wow, man. And the girls are so stupid, they probably didn't, haven't even realized they'd shot with me before. But, uh, no kidding, really? Uh, so, you, you got it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to FedEx you. I just got back from San Diego. I had a conference I had to go to after that today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to FedEx you tomorrow morning uh, about two and a half hours of video of me running around a convention floor and interviewing these girls. For nice. You. All right, I wanna, we're going to pull the audio from that, and we'll try to get sections of that. To oh, put... it's some, of the, some, of the, some of these girls... Uh, the best of all was the one girl, who, when I asked her who the vice president was, and she said she didn't know, and I said, you know political party the president is? And she goes, Republican. I go, well, what party is the vice president? She goes, I don't know, you just asked me that. And got all upset and was about to cry. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, porno Dan, PornoDan.com. Yeah, man, get that to us ASAP. That'd hey, be what ad- can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. When, I, when, I get, when you put me back on hold, can you send me, give me a physical address or send it to the station? No, just send it to the station. Yeah, just send it here. To, that way we can already have it here and on site, and we can pull the audio and stuff. Perfect. I'll go ahead and do that, then. I'll kick it to you. Guys. I'll have it tomorrow. You guys will have it Friday morning, then. That's nice. beautiful. I have that chunks of a little project over the weekend since he's not getting laid. That's perfect. How's that little fellow doing? He's wearing very tight shirts still, so... What, what, what is he thinking? He said he's wearing Under Armour? Well, he bought he bought a shirt that's way too small for him, and it just looks like it's Under Armour. Yeah, it, he he thought it was an extra large, but it's actually a large, and it's. Now, do the people down there realize how attractive that man is? <laughs> yeah, some people have. Most of Central Florida has already seen him in his uh, bra and panties, so yes. Yeah, I saw the pictures on your website. What is the kid thinking? I don't know. 
Yeah, and he, he volunteers for it. Yeah, he begged to go out and do that. Mm. So I have no idea. Uh, and, uh, has, he, has he gotten laid since he's been in Florida? No, no. please, come no. on. No, of course not. So his 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 his, his, his batting streak continues. Yep, it's still the same. Old... Oh, by the way, if you want to see something good of uh, Chunks, yeah, you'd love this uh, porno, Dan. Uh, Chunksdance.com. Go to that and you'll have a blast. <laughs> Now, are you guys still going to be doing any type of bash coming up soon? You know what? You know, it's so funny you say that. I can't say anything. We're making the big announcement tomorrow. Excellent. But we are doing something. Excellent. So I do need to talk to you about you uh, coming down and hanging out. Yeah, I will. You tell me when you need me there. I will be on a plane from D.C. Come down and hang out with you fellas. And maybe, maybe this time we could possibly get chunks laid. All right, let's try. Hopefully, let's try our damn. I also found something else that you guys might be interested in. There's a couple girls that I work with that actually live in your area, and even better than that, they're fans of your station and show. Okay, get out of here. All right, you know what? Then uh, we got to make all this happen. We'll we, we got to. In fact, one of the girls, two of the girls on a convention floor threw me for a loop because I said this is a real radio 104.1, and one girl goes, she goes, oh yeah, I know who Hefe is. Nice. Oh, you rock. I love this guy, Porno Dan. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys are great. All right, brother. We'll, we'll chat with you very, very soon. Excellent. I'm going to be kicking that tape out to you guys tomorrow. This is my only copy, so don't lose it if possible because it is pretty funny stuff. All right. Thank you, buddy. No problem, my guys. Hey, you guys have a great day. All right. Porno, thank you, man. PornoDan.com. It's our buddy, Porno Dan. Love that guy. Yeah, he wants to get involved with that big announcement that we have coming up. I think that could be fun. I think we could... Uh, I think we'd be able to have him maybe even be like a celebrity judge or a judge or something for something. That I'd love that. Um, but anyway, dubs. Maybe that's where we set up all of uh, the mandates, too, for Chunks. Ooh, meet us at so-and-so location. Mm-hmm. Dubs, uh, I know tonight's your last night in the hideout. Yes. Making me fly solo the rest of the week because you're going on vacation. You can do mixtape. Honestly, I think we would, but these boys don't have their stuff together yet. Chunks. Don't want me in there. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> just Chunks who doesn't have the mixtapes ready. By the way, we don't, slacking. we don't call our stuff best of. Tied out mixtapes. We don't call it best stuff because, quite frankly, there's no best. It's all good. If possible, we'd put Worcester, but it's not a real word. Chunks? Uh, yes, sir. Shut up. I wasn't talking to you. But you just said shut ch- it. That. Now, I'm talking to you, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Do you realize now in 24 hours you'll be with a grieving family, your grieving family in mid-Michigan? Do not remind me about that because I've been just completely stressing about it ever since about uh, 6.30 when I found, you know, when I just thought, a day from now I'm going to be landing in Lansing, Michigan of all places. I know every time I fly to Lansing, when I'm flying over, I look down and I almost get physically ill. Because I do not want to be there. Now, you even told me, too, last time Mm -hmm. you went down there, you said, I don't want to go back for an entire year. Yep. That pisses me off. That pisses me off to no end. When did you go back? For Christmas? Yep. So I I made it uh, six months about. Wow, bro. You know your family's going to be excited to see you, though, right? Mm -hmm. I remember... um, Dubs rarely never gets pissed. You know, everybody knows that. But when he got back after he came from Christmas, he was just, like, quiet and anxious. I mean, he just seemed really upset when he came back that first day back on air after Christmas. You had so much pent-up frustration with that family of yours. Remember uh, two years ago when I went back home, and that w- that was way worse than even last year. 
Last year was bad, but the first year I went back and I walked into the house and there's nothing but just cat mess everywhere. And uh, I was I was actually walking through ankle deep uh, oh. trash in my sister's house. I mean, it was disgusting. And it's ironic you keep your place like that now. Clean? No, dirty. No. Our place is spotless. You know that. Yeah, your sister. Your uh, your sister. That was Freudian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your your girlfriend is um. She's real. She's a neat freak. Yeah, she's real fanatical about keeping that place clean, which is great. Yeah, I love it. Someone has to. Mm-hmm. Because God knows I wouldn't. Although what's funny about that, though, is that you and me, I have to go shopping because, you know, I'm a bachelor. Mm-hmm. But you go out and you have to. Your chick's like, here's a list. Yeah, I, I get the list treatment, you know, where, hey, uh, here's a note of, uh, you know, everything I need you to do, and then I'll list it out again after the note. Just so a- you read, and if I don't read that note, I'm in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, I come home and I try to go right to bed. Did you read your note yet? No. Go read the note, and then you can come to bed. Why don't you just tell me you're still awake? Just read the note. I took a lot of time writing it. I wrote it for a reason. Just tell me. You read it to me. And she'll usually do that. When I was married, my chick was fanatical about, like, lists and stuff. Mm -hmm. And almost OCD-ish about it. So I put on the list. She had a list already made out. Of stuff that needed to get done for her. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't feel accomplished if she doesn't do the list. I put, give half a oral. And she was obsessive compulsive. She's like, I have to do this. She She wrote it on the list. and Yeah. And so she was like, I hate you for doing this. How dare you use my compulsions against me? Drop your drawers. <laughs> and it was, it was Score. I guess you would call it grudge oral, and it was the greatest I've ever had. Because she had to do it, because I put it on the list. Good for you. Did you ever do it again after that? No, nah, I guess she really got pissed off. So? You keep on doing it. Yeah. All right, Sky says... Give her lockjaw. I picture Dubs' family as being a bunch of banjo-playing, googly-eyed inbreds from Deliverance. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Something about inbreds. Let me tell you about this. I went to the DMV today, of course. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. And there was this short, fat girl uh, that looked like like her family's eaten so much McDonald's over the years and stuff. Or that, just don't say McDonald's. Well, it's fast food. Well, I mean, her face has turned into like one of, like almost a Big Mac. It looks like that. <laughs> God. It actually has, like, the shape of it. And I was just thinking about it, because there's plenty of people in the world that look exactly like this girl. Just disgusting. And, I, think, I think a Big Mac's yummy. And, well, I mean, it, does, it doesn't make for a good face, though. That is true. And I was just thinking about it. There has never been one smart person with that look. Not one. <laughs> when you have that look, you are completely screwed. There's no getting out of it. All right, so when you when your head looks like a hamburger, yes, you're probably not smart. Damn, well, something for me to argue with that. I mean, it was like just oval, like sideways oval, you know? <laughs> what? It was like an egg sitting on a table. Like, uh, what is it, Baby Stewie from Family Guy? Exactly. Did you taste her pickle? And she had... <laughs> <laughs> and she had like one of those pointy noses. 
And is that where she kept the special sauce? All right. Stop. It looked like she had sesame seeds on her face. Loco, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. F.A. Yeah. Hi there. Oh, boy, I know where that's going. Beat it. <laughs> where was that going? I think, in, think oh. that was mixed Loco. That wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Way to go. That wasn't mixed Loco. Yeah. I think he's so, yeah. IMing me. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. Call back <laughs> mixed Loco. But you know where it was going, though. Well, I just figured that line has got me. Every time I look at that line, somebody goes, Hefe. And then they start off with their racial, uh. You dirty Mexican. Alright, all right, tell our friend, tell our friend Mix Logo to call us back. And put up next time it's Mix Loco, not Loco, because we know Mix Loco from DC. My apologies, my friend. We'll take a break, we'll come back, let's wrap this up. Why don't you go back to where you came from? It's the Hideout Roll Radio Little Hello, happy! Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Happy. Uh, you said this is a depressing song? Yeah, if you listen to the lyrics. Let me hear. It's about like, um, when you like, uh, you and a chick break up, and then she's with someone else, and yeah. you're like alone. That's like the worst ever. It's, like, it's okay if you both are broken up. I mean, it still sucks, but the when she's like off with some other guy, that's the worst. This is a song you sit there naked and punch your junk to. Like literally. Damn you! Ugh, angry. All I know is. <laughs> it's good stuff though. Now <laughs> it's just inside jokes. Alright. Uh let's wrap this one up here in the hideout. <laughs> oh god. DK you're in the hideout real radio. Hi, thanks for having me. Um I really just wanted to let uh chunks know that it's okay to be a big sweaty homosexual. I mean it, he should just be able to come to terms with it. And as for Bateman, if he's walking his dog with his shirt off and his dog is named Roxy, <laughs> let's be serious. <laughs> I named her after another dog in the in the uh, kennel where I got her from. Are you related to Jeff Rena? Call her. I think that's Jeff Jeff Rena's. And also. you're just mad I turned you down. All right, I'm sorry, Mix Loco. I didn't mean to hang up on you. I thought you were going to do something awful. This is a buddy of ours from DC. What's up, buddy? What would I do that's awful? I don't know. Somebody always calls this line and calls me awful names. No, I'd never do that. What's up, bro? Not much. That last guy sounded pretty gay. What's up with that? <laughs> well, he's, he's a big fan of... He's a, 
was really funny. Isolate that. I need you to isolate that. That was a very funny thing. Uh, Has your show gotten gay or? No, no actually, no. it's gotten straighter. Yeah, we're very uh, way, we're way more hetero uh, down here than we were up there. Florida's pretty gay. Come on, <laughs> pretty right, what, hot. Isolate that. It's pretty hot and pretty gay down there. All right. Do you have anything else to say? Sorry, Dubs. What's up? Oh, by his grandfather. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's all right. I'd give you a present if I was there. What's that? I don't know, just anything. <laughs> right. Present. You always brought in good presents. Yeah, I did. Porn or Jaeger? Yeah, like in the porn, right? Yeah, the was... porn, and he brought me Jaeger before. Come which back, I enjoyed. dude, because everything sucks up here now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the internet's for. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you. All right, man. I love that. Later, bro. He was great. Yeah, he was a fun guy. For no apparent reason, I just feel like playing this song. I don't think it's we've been played a while. It. Yeah, we haven't really played it here. A little bit, but now that you've taken over that version yeah. of the talk and roll controls, we haven't a lot. I want to take it to a gay bar. I want to take it to a gay bar. I want to take it to a gay bar, gay bar, gay bar. Woo! Me and my dog will be walking by. <laughs> Play retard ball. This is a band that we knew up in Michigan. Now it's all requests. Hideout. All requests and hideout. Um, we knew this band up in Michigan called Beer Soft and Stool. Yeah. And that's who does this. Not this song here. Oh, they don't do gay bar? No, they, no. Uh, Electric Six does gay yeah. bar. Oh, no, they, okay, they do... A sensitive Gay Lover, uh, Retard Ball, and Retards Make It Friends. I do Retard Ball. I got a request. I think this should be the theme for the show, the open. Ah, they're always so much fun. We gotta hear those songs more when it's appropriate. Is it time to go already? Uh, yeah. Flew by, Hefe. Now for the next two nights, it's me flying solo. Well, I guess I got four other people here. Yeah, you aren't really solo. I consider them dead weight, though. <laughs> Pretty much. Useless, useless, useless. When he feels like it. <laughs> As I look at Tommy. I've had two bad weeks. <laughs> That's all right. You're trying. <laughs> well, I was going to say something, but never mind. No, come on. All right, Dubs. I think whenever you go to your uh, grandfather's funeral, mm -hmm. you should uh, walk in there playing this song. Say this one's for Gramps. Doesn't really fit. But I think if you played this song, people wouldn't be crying as much. They'd just kind of be in shock. I'd get booted for my grandpa's funeral. Don't drop the coffin. I'll try not to. I'm going to do that thing like pricks do when they're moving their friend's uh, furniture and let, like, 
the other people take the weight and you act like you're carrying? Yeah, but you're not really carrying. All right, Dubs, I guess we'll get out of here. Um, all right, now I'm going to look at this crew, this crack staff. Crack staff, you, you want me to leave the room? You guys got to step up with Dubs gone. Who's going to be the comedic genius on the show now? Tommy. He's in a mood. He can't. He's been in a mood for two years now. Shut it. Can we get Darone? <laughs> yeah. Why, oh, he's God. not funny. Or Angel? Yeah, we may have to call in outside help. That's why uh, SBK might. Yeah, that's why SBK may hang out for a little while. Well, if he shows up, then I don't even have to show up then. No. Oh. You going on vacation too? I mean, hmm. not vacation. I have to go to the beach. <laughs> to a funeral, too. Yeah, tell me how game four is, Dubs. I'll give you a complete update. Up in Detroit. Detroit. Hey, maybe Carrot Top will stop by. <laughs> Probably not after tonight's show. Prop comedy really doesn't work for the radio anyway. It could. How? In fact, I think that's our new shtick. Hey, watch this. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that was sweet. <laughs> here, here. I say. All right. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> We're delirious now. Daddy ho! Boys, <laughs> <laughs> what will happen? And now the interns just get up and say it's over. They've lost it. <laughs> so, um, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays. Not sure if he's going to be well enough to be back in, but uh, if not, it'll be SBK. Uh, either way, it'll be SBK. And then, um, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We're the hideout. We'll be back at 7 o'clock at half strength. Uh, a question authority. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. Big dubs to Marty Jannetty. 5,000. Yeah, I'm gay. I'm a pretty good. Take it like a man. I'm a bouncer. Right away and take it downstairs to the basement. Basement. Don't make me grab the chunk rock. I'm sharks of a homo. I'm a sexy looking dude. I hate vagina. I'll be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes Not interested I don't I 5,000